Stand by for pre-show banter. Yo. Hello. 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 There you go. There How I are you? Go. I'm good. I switched back to my old mic because that other one's a piece of crap. You can. Uh, do you know? I almost just said to you, have you bought a new? Uh, well, new I went back to my old one because I thought it was dead. The cables are all messed up, but it'll do for another week or two until I can get a decent one. I'm not buying a Yeti. I ain't spending no hundred dollars on this. But Logitech has gone way down. And did you not hear Don't my worry. sound effect? No. Uh, no, I didn't hear no sound what? effect. No, we didn't hear a sound effect. Oh man, God. sound flower. There we go. All right, let's try this again. Yeah, go for it. I did hear that. Yay! Yeah, definitely heard that. Yeah, now right. I just gotta pump up the jam, pump it up, so that way we get some good sound effects here. My mic doesn't overwhelm nothing. Let's see. Alright, let me just find a logo to cover this over for the stream. God damn, are you typing in a earthquake? <laughs> I think he is. I think he is. <laughs> I hear Jesus. this every time. Good you job, my, your you keyboard's typing? loud, man. What's wrong with that? I typed keyboard? in Veteran Gamers logo. Yeah. Jeez, that's the loudest thing ever. <laughs> Who knew the Veteran Gamers logo was so loud? Welcome to the Veteran Gamers. Bombastic. Zip it it is one loud logo, I'm yeah, telling you. Now. It is what it is. It is what it is. And how it is kind of up. Oh, I found your Christmas logo. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. we got some of those as well. I found your Christmas logo from 2011. We've got loads of things like that, you know. That's 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 it is Christmas time. Yeah, it's yeah. nearly Christmas time. It's good enough. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken in collard greens. Thank you for thank you for streaming, Antonio. It, it gives me a rash, so I'm glad I don't have to do it. Yeah. What episode is this? Four eleven. Six What's the four one one, yo? I'm coming through. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's right. a four one one. Are we ready? With a one and a four and a four and a one. I guess Antonio oh, yeah. will tell us when he's ready. I don't want to run. Yeah, I'll just streaming. Are we live? What's happening? No, um, yeah. I'm just changing the um, Twitch settings to say talk show, then um, VG episode 20. Talk uh, show. No, 412 talk. it is. 412, sorry. Are 412. you seriously oh, talking about video games? Four, How dare four you? Four and a 12. 12 four, one, four, two. Four, 12. What is he like, Stu? He can't get the numbers right ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. There you go. All right, talk show's done. I will go live now. Now. Boop, boop, boop. Connecting. 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 I was streaming oh. live. I Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. I want to swim your host, though. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you Antonio. every single game that you play this week. New reviews and a new pick. Stu's story 
Orange Duke with sound by saviors. You'd better be dead, Orange Duke. And if you're in jail, break out. It's the veteran gamers. No, no, I said, I am your father, put it back on. Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. In a recent survey, 9 out of 10 zombies preferred the Veteran Gamers podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 412 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay, 412 coming right at you. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm not Jimmy again. Oh my god. But you're even better than Chinny. Oh, shut And who are you, mysterious stranger? I am Antonio. Heavy, evil, lots of names. I'm the kid that some people don't like in the community. No, I'm oh. the people that. Well, I'm the people that most people don't like. I'm the kid that most people hate. You're the kid that some people don't like. And Stu's the person that no one can remember who he is. Wait a minute, who's that, Stu? That's not. That's not true. What are you talking about? Well, then who are you? Which my... kid are you? I don't know. They, they just people like me. What's the matter with you? Stu's the sexy one. I am the sexy one. I am. And people, people have seen me and they want to touch me. That's what happens. I'm sexy and I know it. I've had random girls just come up and rub my leg and stuff. Okay, I'm, that's I'm not then. true, and we're not we're not a liable podcast. What? What's the matter? What? Why is Antonio here? What, what, what happened to Chinny? Yeah, let's let's deal with this elephant in the room, right? Let's uh, let's just rewind a couple of weeks. Let's just go back. All right, hang a on a second. Hang on a second. We're gonna have to go back. Oh, man, it sure is nice here in October. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying it that. Is. It's it's just it it's the October weather is so lovely. So I'm gonna do a recreation now. I'm gonna do. No, a we're already in the middle of it. Just start recreating. All right, here we go. Here's a recreation. Yeah, oh, October ah, weather is so ah, nice. Ah, 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 ah. Oh my thumb. Ah, oh no, it's been bitten off nearly and shit. Oh no. <laughs> Serves I you right. That's not. That didn't happen for another two weeks. That happened in November. I thought we were in October. Oh, whatever, right? whatever, anyway. Right, I'm, <laughs> I've got to go to the best bit. Here we go. Okay. Nino, 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 Nino. That is not Hello, what an ambulance sounds like in the United States. This is a shit recreation. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Would not Here listen to again. Hello, I'm a paramedic. I've come to have a look at your Paramedic? Thumb. What the fuck? Shut up. Oh, dear, that looks... Pretty nasty. We'll need to get you to the hospital operating theater. First of all, okay, if you were in the, the UK, you would say get you to hospital, not to the hospital. So, anyway, <laughs> so it gets to the hospital and then it's like, uh, right, Mr. Piotrowski, I need you to count back from 10. 10, ten 9, nine eight, 8. And you're out. Yes. A few hours later, comes round, you know, thumbs being fixed. Got to uh. get to the chemist to get me shit and yeah. tablets and stuff. And then I'm going to do the podcast, and he still comes and does the podcast. Yeah, that's right, because I'm a trooper. Chinny probably got a bit of a sniffle or something, right? Can't be bothered to do the show, I'm just saying. What a wuss. What a wuss. Oh, well. Well, we're glad Antonio's here, though, because, you know, we fill in. Somebody fills in when we need a, a whole gap. Wow, wow, he's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just what I'd say is any of you actually hosting me on Twitch, because otherwise people don't know. 
know, Ali, I've just noticed that we're not live on our channel, but I don't know how to set that up. Does anyone know how to set that up? Do you know I, how to set that up? You've yeah, done it before. I can do it. I know. Oh, yeah. What did I have to put? Tell me again. Tell me again, because I'm crap. I'll put, I'll put it in the Skype chat for Tell you. me what to put. Tell me put what to put. Put it in the Skype chat. And in the meantime, while he's doing that, quick keyboard. I'll play Whoa. this sound clip. Time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. So I got a story to tell. It's Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving weekend here this past weekend, and a bunch of friends of mine and I got together to have Thanksgiving dinner. And right. it was awesome, and we had a really good time, and we all hung out, and we had fun. The end. Is that it? That's it. That's the whole story. It's been a pretty That's uneventful week, I'm glad to say. I've been recuperating. Yeah, the the hand is is coming back together. I went to the doctor, and they said that the the hand is healing pro- properly. And uh, yeah, we'll know soon if the bone's gonna fix itself, and we can take the pin out at some point. Yeah. So hopefully that will get all sorted. And, hopefully. Uh, yeah, you'll be back to normal and stuff. Well, I don't know about normal. It's normal for me. <laughs> Subnormal, you more like. Uh, he's putting it in group chats. He's trying to throw me here. I've gone oh, on to geez. his chat. I, th- I thought y'all were fixing that while I was telling my story. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You need to tell more story. It was a okay, bit Okay, so here's so another story. Uh, I made a cross stitch for a friend of mine, and I finished with the cross stitch. Yay! And I'm going to give it to her tomorrow, and I'm very happy about that. I can't say anything more because I don't want any chance of it leaking out and getting to her because it has to be a surprise, but... There's very little chance of that, but I don't want to say anything more than that. So, yeah, Ooh. it's very exciting. Yeah. Don't worry. As soon as I let her see it, then I'll post pictures online and everyone can see my latest cross stitch. It took me a year to make it. This is the longest a thing I've year. ever done. It took me Damn. a year. Wow. Now, granted, how, how big is this? Can I ask what sort it's of size? It's fourteen are we by seventeen. Is that inches? Yes. Or centimeters? Inches. inches. Yeah. Well, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty big. big. Just let me just measure up fourteen. Wow, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty proud of it. I'm, I'm very happy with how it turned out. Uh, there's a couple of spots that I couldn't get clean, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's just I'm really happy with it. I'm looking at it right now. I think she's going to be really chuffed with it, as y'all would say. Chuffed, right? That's a thing. Chuffed, yeah. That's, chuffed. A, good, that's a good phrase. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, that's what I'm most looking forward to tomorrow is giving it to her. So, I've yeah. I've got a little story. It's not, oh, it's not a snap. huge story. Little story time. But I introduced Millie to extras this week. Oh, nice. Oh. Yes, and then she we, she wanted to watch the um, Daniel Radcliffe yeah, one. Yeah, that's not for obviously. kids. Well, it was funny though. She did laugh when he, especially when he flicked the uh, oh, the condom. Oh, where did that come from? Oh, oh. I know, yeah. That's, do you know what? I was laughing so much. But what I love about extras, it's like you're not supposed to laugh at the stuff they're doing. Do you know what I mean? You it's are like guaranteed really to win stuff. an Oscar if you play a mental. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I think, that, so, uh, either, I, I think that might be my favorite one uh, with uh, Kate Winslet. But I also really like the one with Patrick Stewart. That's a good one, too. Yeah, we watched I, the Samuel L. Jackson one as well. That was very funny. That's and funny, too. Very cringy. I, 
Yeah, Samuel Jackson isn't in that much either, so that's the disappointing no. part with that episode. But uh, but it is funny. Uh, but <laughs> Patrick Stewart's like, so my in this movie that I play, I'm assuming you're familiar with Professor X, right? Well, it's sort of like that, but my secret power is I can make things move with my mind. So there's a woman riding by on a bicycle, normal day, <laughs> and she rides past me, and all her clothes fall off. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh my god! I'd, do you know what I'd actually forgotten was how funny it is. It is because that's the thing. That and the office, like most of what sticks with you is the cringy bits. But there's a lot of stuff in it that's just out and out funny. It is. No, it is true. So, it's a hooray it's a for very, extras. Very I'm glad funny. you're introducing Millie. Now, has she seen The Office? Yeah, we tried The Office, The English Office. Yeah. Um, but she didn't. She didn't kind of get it. Mm, I, I wonder if you have to have worked in worked. an office. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have worked in one of those environments to understand some of the humor. Whereas, whereas the extra stuff, she kind of, even though she didn't know some of the people in it, obviously because of her age, she right. still found it funny. Right. So yeah. Well, that's so cool. I'm gonna, I'm we're going to keep watching it, so it's good. And that's it. That's my story. Any stories, Antonio? Um, yeah, you know what? I'll throw one out there that um, I did, and it's actually uh, film-related, because I took part in a 48-hour film festival. Nice. And um, Meaning that it was a 48-hour-long film festival, or is a film so, festival for films so basically that took what you 48 do hours is you to turn make? up on the Friday, and you're given a, a name nice. and a prop. And the object, objective of the 48 hours is to create the film. So you have 48 hours to make the film. Exactly. How long does and the festival would, itself go on? Sorry? How long does the festival itself go on? Um, so it, it's called a festival. Really, it's a, a challenge. So you basically you go over the weekend and do it, and yeah. then there's a screening on the first day. But I anyway. got you. I got you. Awesome. And I was put on as editor since that's what I do. But yes. there were some complications, and I was then thrown in as a visual effects artist, which is like, okay, I've never done this before, but I'll rock with it. Yeah. So pretty much I did visual effects on uh, quite a few scenes, uh, either color grading or basically making text look nice Ooh. and um, basically keyframe animation. But anyway, so we received the final cut with my friend Andy, Panda Review. Shout out to Panda, um, my co-host. Yes, yeah, Matt Andy. He's a lovely lad, I've got to say. Top lad. Yeah, buys Chinia Lego thing every year. Oh, that's he right. That's him, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so he came down to watch wrestling because we have a little tradition. And I said, look, I've worked on this film. Come have a look. Um, I do, I basically, I show him it and everything I did in the film was cut. Oh no. <laughs> that stinks. I'm oh dear, sorry. That's not good. And so what, a, what are they saying? Your visual effects were a bit shit. Is that what they were saying? Uh, I never got a reason. Oh, wow. That and sucks, man. Yeah, I still don't know the reason. You should sue them. Yeah. To be fair, you could do with some, at least some sort of constructive feedback, couldn't you? So you're gaining something from doing it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Also, a little thing. Anyone in the chat, OBS has been really weird tonight. I don't know. I'm sorry. It keeps reconnecting. Nothing I can do. I've re- I've tried to refresh it. Nothing I can do. <laughs> I don't. We're just cursed. Chinny is the only one who knows how to use OBS among us. Chinny is the Jedi Master of OBS. I was streaming yesterday. Though. I streamed Resident Evil. OBS Kenobi. Ha! And restream or whatever. You know. Whatever. Yeah. But whatever, so whatever. yeah, that's, that's whatever, a little story, whatever. That's a little story for you. Little yeah, story. nice story. I'm sorry you got cut, dude. You should put yeah. out an editor's cut and be like, "This is what the man didn't want you to see." Uh, but whatever, whatever. whatever. At least I learned how to do visual effects because I I had to learn how to do keyframe animation like properly on the spot. 
Yeah. So at least I learned something from the entire traumatic experience. Well, I'm glad oh, you did. <gasps> Whatever. Anyway, that isn't video games, so we should yeah. talk about those, I guess. I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. What you been playing? Roundtable style. Roundtable. So, as we, as Antonio is a guest, he can do his first game right now. Do it, Antonio. Let's hear it. We want to yeah, hear what you've been playing. Again. Um, yeah, that's right out there. So, I've been playing more of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jew loves that again. I love it. It's mm. my favorite game ever. Why? Because you sound like this when you play. <laughs> Come on. It's fine. <gasps> How Dare you say that about what he's touted as the game of the year? No I less. I know. But uh, are you mental? I am a bit of a mentalist. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I do respect that it's trying to be so different as a Zelda game because it's normally linear. You know, dungeons. You get a little item. You use that in the dungeon. The main bits I'm enjoying are the just the openness of the world and how you can explore anything and you're rewarded for exploring. And also, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely are. And also, it kind of lets you do whatever you want to get to the goal. For example, I did a shrine recently where you're supposed to carry a ball of ice over a certain amount of uh, But that's no terrain, fun. Basically. Fuck, but who the fuck wants was, to carry uh, ice? But what I did was I just did a thing called stasis where you freeze an item in time. Uh, get it, freeze ice. And... Um, if you knock it a bit, it'll skip, it'll go flying forward after a few seconds. So what I did was I just hit the ice a few times and flew it across the shrine and it landed in the uh, bit it was supposed to go in. There so you go, you I see. pretty much skipped an entire shrine. Improvise, that's what I say, improvise. And I know a friend of mine taught me a really good uh, technique to get uh, over a mountain or something. It's just get a big boulder, knock the hell out of it and fly over with it. Oh yeah, by using the the te- te- what's it called? Basically. Kinetic kinetic energy. Oh yeah, something yeah. like that, isn't it? Because you got to you, you can hit it in stasis, and then obviously when you when the stasis comes off, it you know all that energy is built up, and then mm. it makes you fly. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of those sorts of things. The the shrines I liked in the game were the ones where it was kind of the puzzle was getting to the shrine, mm. and when you got there, you just sort of went inside and got your shit, and job were done. Exactly. Kind of job done. And I quite like the, the the sort of battle ones, you know, against... Uh, oh, the, the challenges sort of... of strength. Yeah. I've done about 10 of them, and they all, they're all the same. Yeah, they are. They're not that difficult, but you tend to get pretty good loot, good weapons. You know what I mean? The, the weapons are also always useful, those weapons. They're um, very true. Have you, have you got the legendary sword yet? Have you got it? Uh, no, I'm only about 50 hours in. Yeah, you, get it, you can get it way before then. I'm currently most of my time is spent me just wandering around freeing up the map so that when I then do the hard shit I can just fast travel to where I need to go to. So have you been have you been through is it the haunted forest or whatever it's called? Uh no, the only big story thing I've done is one of the divine beasts. That's it. All right, which, which, which divine beast did you do? Uh the elephant one. All right, the one in the desert. Is that the desert one? Uh no, that's the water, no, the water. one with the saurus. Yeah, yeah, that's the water one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it was all right. They're all right. I quite, I quite like the divine beast. But you can, I don't, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you're aware of this. But you can actually go straight to the end of the game. Yeah, but you just uh, get and finish it. 
<laughs> but you basically get all the if you obviously because you've not done any of the divine beasts, you get them all at the same time. So you get one after the other. Mm. So that's how that works. It's kind of interesting. Obviously, if you if you kill all those or, or take control of them before the end game, then obviously you just have to fight the big bosses at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what I did because I was sensible, you know. I didn't do stupid. I'm going to try and get there and fight everything. I don't know how these speed runners do it. To be honest, it must be really difficult. They're magic. Yeah, they are magic. Did uh, you beat Breath of the World? Yeah, 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 I finished it. Yeah, I finished okay. it. Yeah. Okay. I finished it on the Wii U, so I didn't have, mm. obviously. Not That's what I'm playing on, just for reference. I'm playing on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Wii so U. It's, it's great. It works fine. There was no issues with it. No, not at all. There, yeah, is, there is one sorry. downside, though. What's so, that? Did you play Wind Waker or uh, Zelda Twilight Princess on the Wii U? Nope. No. The only the only other Zelda game I've ever played and finished was Spirit Tracks on the DS. Actually, that's oh, not wow. true. I played a little bit of Twilight Princess on the Wii U, but only like, like two hours. But you you saw that you can use your the gamepad for inventory and map management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's that's none of that in yeah, Wii U. Legit. The only thing but, it does is if you tap the screen, you can play it on the screen. Yeah. That's right. the only thing you can do with the gamepad. I wasn't so you too can bothered away by that, to be controller. honest. It's silly, in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so what? how do you feel about the degenerating weapons? I don't mind them. Because that's my big bugaboo. <laughs> Bugbear or whatever you want to call it. Oh, I thought that was a Step Brothers reference. Um, nope. I don't mind them, to be honest. I have heard that the Master Sword does do, like uh, degrade as well. It comes back after 10 minutes. Yeah, it does. I feel it's kind of weird that the most powerful, you know, quote-unquote, powerful uh, sword in the game is one that breaks, you know? Yeah, I know. I, yeah, well, I found that a bit It odd. doesn't break. It just becomes degenerated. Even so, then. It doesn't actually break. What, what was interesting about the Master Sword, though, I'll be honest with you, I didn't use it until the final boss battles. Okay. So I just kept hold of it and didn't really use it, and it lasted ages in the final boss battles. Okay. You know, it, it was a real advantage having it fully charged. So I didn't, I didn't use it at all. I just used all the the stuff from the trials of strength and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really good weapon if you get. I can't remember which. Um, uh, you, I can't remember what they're called now. You know the, the towers that you climb. Uh, yeah, I know what you're on about. There's a tower on the edge of the haunt of the haunted forest, and on top of the tower, embedded in it is a really good sword. But I can't remember which sword it is now. But if you if you climb to the top of one of the particular towers, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a there's a sort of sword embedded in the top, and there's another shrine, uh, sorry, another tower which allows you to get to across uh, across to uh, is it um, the durian fruits? Are they called durians? You probably know more than me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Durians. Why not? Uh. Durians or something like that. Called. And uh, if you find, if you get the, the, they sort of uh, refresh every so often, so you can go and collect them again. And they give you like loads and loads of extra energy, so you can sort of make it much easier to sort of fight the harder enemies. The only thing I never killed in the game, or never never managed to beat, was the like the centaur things. Which things are I, they? They're, they're like a centaur, basically. They're like a horse with a human's body on it, and they are rock hard. Um, I think I've beaten one of them. Yeah, there's a few of them dotted around in the game, but they are just rock hard to beat. Okay. Uh, really, really difficult. The, one of the quests you have to go on, you have to collect arrows from one, which I think are ice. Are the ice arrows? Are um, ice? The one I did was, a, was with shock arrows. 
Oh, shock arrows, that would be, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have, you have to go around and collect so many of them, but uh, I didn't bother even trying to fight it. I was just like, I'm getting out of here. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. I will say, um, so there's a glitch, um, or a little, like, Easter egg. It was a glitch, just be real. Uh, where you can go to a certain part of the map, and you can see the game without the art style. So oh, right, okay. Link stands underneath, and he doesn't have the cell sh- uh, shaded look. And right. I gave it a try, and it looks a lot better, to be honest. I don't like the art style that much in this game. Huh. To me, it seems very minimalist. When you like look like uh, on top of a mountain, you look over and go, ooh, this looks nice. The water, especially, I think, looks lovely in this. Oh, Christ, but, it's stew and stew. The water, oh, it's lovely. Well, you notice it when you do a mount, like, say, climb a tower, and you have to fly down to the grounds. You're either looking at the clouds or looking at the water, so... You, you notice. You notice after you climb all the bloody towers. Yeah, you, you climb a lot of the towers. You do. You climb a, that, that's the thing as well. Prepare to climb. It's uncharted yeah, levels of climbing of in this climb. game. And when it starts to rain and you're halfway up somewhere, that is a pain in the arse. As soon as I notice rain's coming, I just get off, glide down, find a bit of shade, uh, make a fire, and wait. I just yeah. wait. Because it, it is not even worth the hassle climbing in the in the uh, rain. So when you climb in no, the rain, just, basically you skid off. off the wall basically. It's fucking annoying. Yes, it it's is. It's really annoying. Shield surfing's fun. I will say that. Yeah, shield surfing, that's kind of fun. Uh, if you, There's also a nice little trick as well. If you go to uh, one of the towers, there's a there's a snowball temping bowling thing. Have you oh, done really? that? I've, yeah, done yeah, that. Yeah. I've done I've done Goron mini golf. Right, yeah, yeah. Golf. And that was fun. You use these stasis again to basically stop a boulder in time. You gotta knock it into um, a hole. It's it's pretty fun actually. It's pretty fun. But yeah, there's a there's a snowball temping bowling thing. It's um, at this sort of lodge in the wintry bit. If you go there, uh, every time you get a strike, you get 300 rupees. But there's there's a little trick to get it right every time, so you can uh, you can get loads and loads of rupee farming done there. So that's that's a good thing. A little tip there. A little tip for you there, Antonio. Where is the haunted forest in terms of on the map? Because I, I might give that it's, a shot. It's either called the haunted forest, but that's where the master sword is. Okay. Do you, do you remember where it is on the map, kind of? I like, know, I'm, just, I'm having a look right? at the map now, funnily enough. Okay. So I was trying to remember where stuff was. Just a minute, let's have a look. Let me look. Hold up. Hold up a minute, he says. Hold the... up. Wait a minute. Yeah, the... Yeah, I'm sure that's where it is. It's been quite hard to talk about this because even after like half a year of it being released, people are still really like Ugh, about spoilers for this game. Yeah, I think it's near the sort of top of the top sort of right hand part of the map, somewhere around there. It is okay. I'll keep an eye out because I've been there. Quite somewhere a bit. That sort of sort of on the right hand side. It's it's near High Rule. I'm just trying to look now. Okay. Um. But that's where the Master Sword's located. If you look it up on the internet, if you say, look, where, where's Master Sword located, it'll tell you. I've yet to, to look up anything. Because that's you one of my favourite do... things about this game, is the discovering shit. Right. That's my favourite thing. So I don't think I'll look it up. But if yeah, I get to near the end of the game, I haven't found it. I think I will. Cause... You'll, you'll come across it. It's You'll know when, it, when you come across it, because it's one of these sort of uh, maze puzzles where you go in and then you get turned around and you end up back where you started again if you don't do it right. Okay, okay. So you'll definitely know when you get... I'm, I'm no, you'll sure know. Don't called. worry, you'll know. 
You'll definitely know because Duke never got that far, so he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. You're talking about the thing where you go to like, find its stuff. Oh, there you go. You see? Yeah. That is, that is <laughs> Breath Discovery. of the Wild. You find stuff and then use it and then they break and then you find more. That's yeah. Breath of the Wild. I kind of like it. I didn't. I never minded any of that stuff. No, I don't mind it, to be honest. I mean, it, I think it just adds a bit of challenge at the start. I kind of see this as a way of showing you level up because there's no XP in this game, really. No, no. I kind of the only, the only get XP more hearts. Really, yeah, leveling up your hearts really, and your stamina your as well, and your stamina. Yeah. yeah, and to get the master sword, you have to have a lot of hearts. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be at a certain level before you can get it. Oh, okay, okay. So far, I've been using my weapons as like a gauge to how like far ahead I am. But even then, when I was very low level, I managed to find a sword which I still have, which is just like a fire sword. That's like yeah. my main thing I do. That's what I kind of like is the um, elements in this game and how I am carrying like a lightning weapon, a fire weapon. For example, I don't use my fire weapon at all. But if I notice rain's coming, I get out some wood, get out the fire sword, slash it in the air and wait. So yeah. I kind of like the reward of, you know, exploring because like I, I was gliding just before you messaged me to come on the show. I was gliding over the start of the game because I thought oh, I'll have an explore. And I noticed a very tiny island and I thought that's got to be a shrine, right? So I flied, flew right above, dropped down, and I was like, ah, yeah. I was like, ah. yeah. Uh, apparently some of these shrines get really tough to unlock. I didn't, I must admit, I unlocked a lot of shrines. I never found any of them too difficult, really. Not that I can remember. Not My I can friend remember. of mine was telling me about one way he had to basically go around a village and do a lot of fetch quests to then unlock the shrine yeah. itself. Yeah, there is stuff like that. And they tend to be the shrines where... You just go and get your reward. You don't tend to have to do anything once you're in the shrine. Mm. I have yet to have one where I actually just walk in and get the reward. <laughs> have you? Have you never done those? Yeah, there's a few of those knocking around. And they, like I say, the the sort of getting into them tends to be the puzzle mm. rather mm. rather than the actual shrine itself. There's one of those in the desert bit. Um, there, there's quite a few, like I say, dotted around. But yeah, keep on playing. I've, I, I enjoyed it. I like the game. It's not my game of the year, and no, it's not going to be. Um, but I did enjoy it. I liked what I played. I, enjoy, you know, I put a lot of hours into it, so it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm 50 hours in. For me, it, it's been a long time since I've had a game where I can listen to podcasts or watch a show while I'm playing. And this yeah. is it's very been a long time. Uh, the other, the other game like the, that. The other kind of progression mark as well is is which armor sets you've unlocked as well. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the other, because obviously as you get better armor, that again makes the game a lot easier. Once you sort of armor's better, game better. Well, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, we do need to move on, so who's going next? Duke? Yeah, I'll go next. One Why game? not? Yeah, you only get to talk about one game at a time. Yeah. Hold, hold your you water, You don't man. know about this rotation style? Yeah, what's no. the matter with you? Duke? Yes. Um, so as everyone knows, I am not able to use a controller right now. And that's made my life more difficult because my favorite game in the world right now, Rocket League, is like controller only. But I've actually been playing it with the keyboard and not doing too badly. In fact, I started playing some ranked games because I'm not as good as I usually am on the keyboard. But I'm about 80% of where I usually am. Uh, And so... I'm able to play fairly well. Not as well as I normally do with the keyboard or the controller, but I'm doing about 80%. And 
And so, for instance, right now, I'm actually playing a game, a ranked game, during the show, and I know it's horrible, but the reason I'm doing it is because half an hour before the show began, I said to myself, okay, I've graded a whole lot of papers today, and mm -hmm. I deserve to take a break. So I was taking a break in the form of Rocket League, and I played a bunch of ranked games, and I lost every single one of them, and I was like, ah, I'm angry, I don't want to be on the podcast angry. So I'll play some more games until I can win one, and then when I do, I'll be happy. And I'm happy to say that I'm winning this game right now. It's 3-1, to one and there's a minute 43 left. And I, I know it's unprofessional for me to be playing while I'm podcasting, but I don't know what to tell y'all. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, I know. But the, the, the good news is that I'm able to play pretty well given these restrictions on my hands. So I'm very proud of the fact that I've been scoring some goals and whatnot, and uh, it's hard. But I'm doing it, baby. I'm making it happen. Okay, yes, my teammate just scored a goal. I think we just won the game. What? What? You adapt, don't you? And so do. I do adapt. I think that's the thing. Oh, we won. Okay, now I'll stop because we just won the game. Yeah, well yeah. done, dude. But we we look. We're aware of your addiction to Rocket League so much so. You're playing it as we, we, we record the as show. As we, we record know the show. On. Yeah, but I recognize that it's not healthy. I'm trying to be here now. And so I'm going to quit out of the game because I want to give you my full attention. And I can't do sound effects when I'm doing Rocket League. Now, some people see that as a blessing. And they're blessing. like, oh, fuck you and your sound effects. And to those people, look, I get it. I understand. I appreciate your perspective. And it's not the same as mine. So all I will say is, fuck yourself. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Always a measured response. I yeah, exactly. Say. I try to keep it calm. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it me? Is it me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. I'm still I'm making my way through this game. I can't be that far off the end, I don't think, now. Killing Nazis. Uh, How many hours are you? Yeah. I reckon I'm probably probably about six or seven, I would have thought, if That's not, not a little bit more. A little bit more. I have put a lot of time into this game. Not I say a lot of time. It's nothing compared to the 50 hours of Zelda that Antonio's done, or the That's hundreds and hours. hundreds of hours you put into Rocket League. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I got in a, in, a, in a linear first-person shooter. You know that. But it, it's just so good. I can't honestly. There's a there's a trial now, a free trial for this game. Um, if you're undecided or you think you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Play the trial. I'm telling you now, this is this is getting there as my potential game of the year. Damn. It's so, so good. Yeah. It's just so polished. It looks so great. And everything just works. It's, and the story, like I've said before, and I know I feel you know a bit like a, a, a stuck record, but it's just so good. The acting, the, the dialogue, the cutscenes, it's just a, a full-on package it's the package i'm telling you Apparently. um i don't know what else to say about it it's just so good it just feels so good the weapons are great you know watching nazis blow up or disintegrate depending on what weapon you're using is a lot is very satisfying it's very so satisfying give us an example of a moment that's happened in the game recently that's made you be like whoa dude um there's been a few of those uh, well i can't there, <laughs> there was one particular moment in the game where i was like and I can't tell you what it is because it'd be a huge spoiler. But I was like, no way. You are freaking joking. There's okay, but one you that you can game. tell us about without spoiling anything. Uh, there's not, those sort of moments I can't tell you about, though. Okay, those, fine. Those are the things that would spoil the game. Okay. And there's been, there's been loads of them. Loads and loads of them. So good, honestly. You've got to play the game. I, think you I still got to play the first one. 
Yeah, I, you don't need to have played the first one, although it does start exactly where the first one finishes. But it, it kind of would help because well, I mean, it's just the package. It's just a good game. You know yeah. what's crazy? Yeah. Sorry. You know what's nuts? They had on the Steam sale, uh, Shadow of War is already forty percent off. Oh wow! That seems crazy oh, yeah. to me. That didn't come out very long ago, and New I've Colossus seen it for is like quid on Xbox. What's that? I've seen it for about twelve-ish quid on Xbox. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's true. But I don't, I don't think he's doing that well. I really don't. I guess and not. I, I would, it wouldn't have to be for for this. I'll tell you. Do you know what? I'll tell you what. This this is a great analogy. I'll tell you what Wolfenstein 2 is like. Wolfenstein 2 is already half off. Yeah, but it's well worth every penny of that. But that's but what, crazy. What it's like. You know, like Terminator. Yeah. And then Terminator 2 came out. And it was yeah. like bigger, and well, there yeah. were more explosions, and, and it, it was, was a better story. Cooler. Yeah, and a better story. And I'm not, I'm not demeaning Wolfenstein, the original game, because that was really be. great as well, really great as well. But this is be. just better in every way. Damn, that's hard. And that's, that's... how good it is, because oh. the first game was great. Yeah, it, it is. It's like Aliens to Alien. Apparently, it's good. Really, really good. And, uh, you know, look, if you listen to the show, like I say, you like first-person shooters, you like Bioshock, you like Half-Life 2, you like those really cool narrative-driven first-person shooters, this is the game for you. This is it. it. Really People is. get it. Play it. What this are you doing? It. There you go. Uh, and that's it for me on that. So over to you, Antonio. Sound. Right, let's talk about a game none of you are fucking going to play ever. Clone Hero. Oh, I play that uh, game all the time. Yeah, I've played that loads of times. Oh, really? No. Yeah, it's great. Really good. What do you think of the graphics? Mm, bit shit. Yeah, it yeah. is only just a, a little walkway. Yeah. So if <laughs> if you're new or don't know me, which is fair, um, Clone Hero is basically a fan-made game of Guitar Hero because uh, Guitar Hero never died. It just went to the PC. And I currently, this is in the running for my game of the year. Do you know, I'd like to play this because I, I was I was quite into Guitar Hero and all. I was shit at it, but I like playing it, you know, because I tend to play it. I'm, I'm like playing a guitar in a song that I'm not really doing. You know, who doesn't like doing that? Yeah, it's a fun um, music simulator. Exactly. And I like the idea that, you know, do you have to actually own the songs or are they just no. online? Like, so See, you don't even have to own them. I, I, I myself have about 2,500 songs. Right. Um, because there's a massive community of people who just chart the songs. So these colored notes you see are known as a chart. People yep. do these for fun. Oh, yeah, what fun, man. Oh, look, I put some dots on a map. Woohoo! Well, you've got to have a song on, the song on your PC to access that. No, they put it all into a zip file. Uh, so you get the song and everything. The main appeal of Clone Hero, it literally is drag and drop. So I have a playlist, uh, sorry, a folder called Songs. I drag the song I download into it. Boom. That's yeah, it. but that's illegal. You don't own that morning, song. Morning, morning. Oh, you're illegal. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds a bit shady now, man. Uh. <laughs> well, well, there's a massive community for it, and no one stopped us yet, so. What about the children of those musicians? Yeah, man. Well, none <laughs> of them are nuisance. Those millionaire, millionaire musicians who are struggling and stuff to make ends meet and, you know. You have to eat bread and jam and stuff for the dinner. The Veteran Gamers does not endorse stealing music. We don't. Or anything for that matter. We don't Yap endorse stealing endorses that stuff. stuff. 
you're stealing my time by making me do this. <laughs> what time? Like we're on so some true. budget. Like we can't possibly spend more time so, talking about this. So let me ask you a question about Clone Hero. You may. What's the stupidest song you've played then? So that that was actually gonna be my next point. So the so I used to think I was good at Guitar Hero, but then I became friends with Guitar Hero Twitch streamers. Nah. The current meme or like main thing is to play songs at 150 speed or higher. Damn. Because apparent because apparently doing a hard song isn't hard enough. Let's do it at double speed. Yikes. So I now like I've been playing songs at 200 speed to see how hard it is and. It's a whole new level, man. Dude, like, a whole new well, level. I was getting off right at 50. Now I'm getting it at 30 because, Jesus, these things are <laughs> painful. Your fingers will just look like crooked hooks after an hour or two. <laughs> it is, man. Like, after the six hours I did roughly it during Extra Life. Whew. Yeah, I'll bet. So we, when you were doing the Extra Life thing, were you doing that sort of stupid stuff? Um, I mainly just did meme songs. There's like people who follow YouTube, they know these dumb songs and stuff. They requested them. I did um a song called It's Every Day Bro by a YouTuber about four times. And at one point I was requested to sing while doing it and I did uh, it for a donation. So I did oh, it for sweet. The How can we hear that? Yeah, did it for the kids. I did it, man. Um but it's just awesome because like a couple years ago I got back into Guitar Hero and I beat them all on expert and I was like, okay, where do I go from here? Rock Band 4 is a thing, but it's pretty bad. And then I randomly one day found this on a uh, Discord ch- uh, like chat, and from there it's become awesome. Like the community is about ten thousand ish strong now. Oh, that's and so it's... cool! And so it all started been... like from just it just started from a Reddit post. So let me ask you this: if if somebody had one of these here plastic guitars still hanging around in the you know in the house somewhere gathering dust in the loft, um, yeah. How do you how do you go about downloading Clone Hero? Is it on? I'm assuming it's not on Steam. I'm assuming it's something. No, you have it, to. It, here's the awesome thing as well. It's a Unity game. All right. Okay. Nice. Oh my God! I found um, Antonio singing. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, listening. Come on, come on, na 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 na. I feel so good being done. Can you send me a link to that? That's pretty impressive, Antonio. Because about three years ago, I tried to find that clip, and I still can't find it. I just did a search for horrible singers, and that came right up. <laughs> I love that clip. That was not actually Antonio. It was him. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, mate, don't, I, I wish I had them pipes. I wish I had them pipes. You yeah, got some great don't pipes, spoil man. the illusion. <laughs> Thank you, Duke. <laughs> but to anyone who does want to actually do it, it's really simple. If you've got an Xbox 360 guitar, it's actually plug-and-play. Or if you have a Wii or PS3 guitar, there's a, there's a tutorial online. It takes about five minutes. You might have to download or buy one or two little things. But it's so simple. That's the main appeal of Clone Hero, man. It's so simple. And there's um, there's an entire community. Like, for example, if you're listening to this and you want to play Clone Hero because you used to play Guitar Hero... I don't assume what you could do. I mean, if you had a laptop, I'm assuming you could just set that up, you know, rig it up to some speakers in your living room and just play it like you would on an Xbox rather than, you know, if your PC's in your in your little office or somewhere else in the house. I mean, you just use a laptop, I'm guessing. It doesn't output any video. You can now because they update it like weekly. They recently just added video so you can add a video to the song and pretty much play the music video, which is pretty cool. Dude. I added a cool drawing of Raiden from Metal Gear because, I don't know, I like looking at something pretty when I play. But yeah, if you do, if you're interested in what I'm saying, tweet me at, at Heavy Evil and I'll give you the guide because I don't want to waste time on the show, but tweet no, me that's at Heavy Evil. Yeah, we got to get to all the important stuff later. That's right. And I'll give you a guide <laughs> on what to do because it's so simple. I'll give you a few links and you'll be away, trust me. It's awesome. And um, 
it's what it's probably my relaxing game now because I, I had a friend in my room last night we were playing it for a few hours because they had a co-op now and it's just really fun and relaxing for me until cool. i play the insanely hard stuff but even yeah. then there's now a community again for doing all these really hard songs nice it's like here's one it's of like them. being back at school again when guitar Free came out Really right, I'll stop playing that. random bad singers now. <laughs> that really was Antonio singing, yeah. I'm telling you now. What was that uh, on microphone? That or me playing my guitar acoustically? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, Duke, over to you. What are you over to me. You? So the other game I played this week, it's ridiculous because I had Thanksgiving weekend. So even though my hand is all messed up and I, I could still play a little Destiny, which I did for about five minutes. And then I was like, it's hard to try to control the precision of the mouse with my thumb all messed up. So I played Rust because I played a little bit before, which I mentioned, but I went back to it. It's been like a year since I've played Rust, and a few things have changed. I won't bore you with the details about what's changed in Rust, but um, yeah, it. I was strangely fascinated because the main thing that, that's different now is, and they've tweaked it so many different ways. I won't bore you with the details, but, you know, f- getting – okay, whew, Slow down, everybody. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Here we Easy go. now. Here we go. Rust we go. has always been a PvP game, right? It's never been mm-hmm. focused on PvE, player versus environment. No, I mean, the first iteration had zombies and birds and well, stuff. Well, that's the thing. I think I've mentioned they brought back some zombies for Halloween on the servers, on the main servers. And when they did that, they gave people the option to keep zombies around on their personal servers that are modded. So I've been playing on those, and it really makes the game more fun because there's more. You know, it used to be that you know when you first went, if you, when you first got started, it was about setting up a house, getting enough to eat, not getting eaten by wolves, but you had to go out and get gas in the form of killing a monster, or killing a bear or a wolf or a pig, and then skinning it and getting the fat from that and combining it with cloth in order to make fuel for a, a furnace, which you could then make, you know, metal shards, which you could then make better weapons, etc., etc. Well, they've changed it in some ways so that you have to get these workbenches, and I, again, I won't bore you with the details, but um, there's things to shoot for with the zombies, and there are some servers that have NPCs with guns, so, like, it really amps up the degree to which... Because it used to be once you got set up... There was nothing to shoot for. There was nothing to keep, you know, getting better weapons for. You're like, I got enough to eat. I'm surviving. I'm good. And there was no point. It was just about building or whatever. But now that there's zombies and stuff, it really takes it to a new level. Now, granted, by the time you get up to a decent level and you have a good gun, up, server wipe, and you're just like, God damn it, what the fuck? And you have to kind of start all over. But I don't know. I found it, you know, I've never gotten bored with the whole rust starting over from scratch, banging on a tree with a rock. No, I mean, my, my favorite thing you did about that I always remember was when you set up your little shop. Yeah. You know, and you, you were sort of trying to, people were sort of coming, and you said you had like a bridge across the water to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. you, didn't you? It was a bit weird. Absolutely. That's but here's I, the thing. I remember that. Here's the thing. <laughs> rust has actually, the designers of the game have actually made that. A part of the game now because they built these vending machines and you can basically set up a little store and you can put stuff in see, it and you can down you can see you that was you it was all me that. they you saw my little st- shop and they were like oh that's a good idea 
Now, I've I set up a store in one of these servers, but nobody's ever bought anything from me because basically if you have enough stuff to go run around and trade with, you have everything else you need. So most of the time people aren't really looking to do any actual trading. And the thing that I set up once upon a time wasn't actually a trading post. It was just a come get some free stuff post. That's what it mostly turned into. Yeah, I you, said were, you were doing the sort of the nice uh, version of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was like take whatever you want. Now, maybe I should try that with one of these vending machines. Like put in 10 wood and you can have an AK-47. Like, that would be pretty cool to be like, here, see what we can get for this. But I don't know. I think that's a cool development because it, it, you know, it gives you other things to do in the game besides just murder everybody and destroy other people's bases. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's what I like about Rust. Well, now, that's that, never going to stop people doing that sort of stuff because that's what people like to do. That's true. But there are servers that are PVE only. And if you raid or you kill people, then first of all, you can't do it. Like they've just changed the rules. So you can't loot other people's bodies. You can't kill other players. And that's just really nice, because then you don't have to worry about getting sniped from nowhere, unless it's one of the NPCs. So yeah, yeah. I just I'm really happy that Rust has gotten to a place where it's fun again for someone like me who doesn't go around murdering people for no reason. And the problem is that I've had this thing happen twice in the last week where I'm playing Rust and I can't tell exactly what causes it, but basically sticky keys engages on Windows. And it's acting as though my Windows key is down all the time. So when I type D, it reveals the desktop. If I type W, it goes to like the Windows action screen or whatever. It sucks. And I have to restart the computer to make it undo it. So whatever game I'm playing, you know, if I'm playing Rust and I'm out in the middle of nowhere, suddenly I can't get home because I can't move around. So that's just been really frustrating. And I've tried to figure out what it is. There's a sticky keys setting on Windows, which is supposed to help people who are disabled. And I've turned everything off. The control panel and the settings, everything. But it keeps happening. So Yeah, this is a bit weird. I can't really it? figure out what happens. Because in one case, there's a setting that says, turn sticky keys on if you hold down shift for five seconds or eight seconds or something like that. And there's another setting that says, turn sticky keys on if you hit the Windows key five times in a row or whatever, and I've disabled the Windows key itself. And I'm, right. I've turned off all of those things. So I don't really know what's going on, and I can't find anybody who has any idea what to help me with, but it doesn't happen too often, so it's not a big deal. But anyway, that's just a real annoying thing. But like I said, Rust has gotten to an interesting place with the PvE content, and there's another level above me. In other words, there's this helicopter that comes by, and if you have weapons or you have armor on it will murder you and that's the fun apparently once you get to a really high level is like hiding in your little reinforced bunker and shooting at the helicopter and so you can take it out of the sky and i'm not trying to mess around with that yet because that's at a level way above me but maybe at some point i'll get into that i don't know there you go there, so there you go. go is it back to is it back to me back to you back to me I've, i must apologize if you can hear a background noise but it is Absolutely pissing it down here again. You know, that's the, the problem with living in the UK. It's very rainy, and unfortunately, because my recording studio is a conservatory, when it rains hard, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, what the so, heck? So apologies for some slight background noise if you can hear it. I hear it. Um, it's all right. We, we forgive yeah. you. It's soothing. It's soothing, man. It's like, you know, to send you to sleep and stuff. Yeah, why anyway. not? Yeah, not if you're driving, by the way. Not if you're driving. Um. Yes, I picked uh, up a game. Oh, God, so soothed. <laughs> exactly. I picked up a game in the Black Friday sales this Oh, snap. Week. 
I was um, going to ask that. Did anyone buy anything? Nope. That? Yeah, I bought some other stuff as well, but this is one I've played, so I'll I'll save the other stuff for next week when I've played some of that. Um, I've been after this game for a long, long time. I've been waiting a long time to play this uh, because when this game initially came out, it was a Wii U exclusive game. Oh, and you didn't have your Wii U anymore. I didn't know, but I could, I never got it on the Wii U because it never really dropped in price. It was always really expensive, mm-hmm. so I never actually I never actually purchased it. And that game is Lego City Undercover. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, I've, have you heard of this? That's You've on my wish list on Steam. I've played about an hour of it because I have the Wii U version. <laughs> right. Well, I never got it because it was always about twenty-five to thirty quid. It never really dropped that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had, but they had the obviously they recently re-released it on everything. Yeah, and it it was sixteen pounds at Argos on the, oh, in the Black yeah. Friday sale thing. So I was oh, like, it's twenty you know pounds what? on Steam or twenty bucks on Steam right now. Yeah, so similar similar sort of price. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna buy this and give it a go. I love it. It's yeah. just brilliant. It's Yay. the best Lego game I've played. Cool. Oh, wow. It's it is it is literally GTA in Lego. That's nice. it. and there is nods to GTA. Yeah, I was like when you shoot prostitutes in the face. You mean? No, there's none of that. I'm not seeing any of that at the moment. Yeah. But I've I've laughed a lot playing the game. It is very funny. And there's loads of references. And I almost feel like this is the first Lego game made for adults. Mm. And I know they all have nods to, for adults in them, but they're still usually children-directed, aren't they? So is Whereas there a story? Is, oh, yeah, it's a full-on story. Yeah, 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 it's it's so much better than I thought it was gonna be. I knew it was probably gonna be pretty good, but he's brilliant. Oh yeah, full on voice acting, original story, cool little missions. Yeah. It's it's so cool. It's like open world, mm-hmm. full on New York. It's just like GTA, but not GTA. It's really weird. And even like when you're driving round in the game in the cars and stuff, it's just so funny. And you can there's lots of like cool little things you can do if you. If you crash into another car from behind, you can jump into that car straight away, and it just yeah. boots out whoever's in it. Right. Um, and it's just so cool. And they all, they all handle differently, you know. There's so much, like, detail in the game, so much effort being put in. Yeah. It's, it's just, honestly, it's like there was one moment right near the beginning of the game where I was properly belly laughing at it. Nice. Do you know what I mean? And it's a long time since I've laughed at it. I mean, obviously, South Park made me chortle a little bit. Uh, but this is far funnier than that. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, when you go and watch a Pixar movie and there's there's jokes being put in there just for the adults. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of like that. It's kind of like that. And I'm like, that's just brilliant. Yeah. And like, like some of the references most kids would not get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The the squirrely aimed at people who, you know, grew up in the eighties and nineties. You know what I mean? There's lots of references like that in the game. Like you to know, like Max old, Headroom. No, more like Texas Chainsaw Cops Massacre. Shows. No, 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 no. But more more like old cop shows, like yeah. say old like like yeah. sort of seventies and eighties cop shows. Mm-hmm. But really, really, really well done. So so good. And I can I'm I'm off work tomorrow and Tuesday this week, so I'm gonna be getting loads of timing on this because I can't. I'm thinking about it now. I want to play it now. It's that good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm properly impressed. Um. But yeah, lead characters Chase McCain, mm-hmm. is, is called and. Uh, 
Yeah, I've been doing some. I had to foil a bank robbery and stuff like that. There's loads of kind of really cool little missions that they're, they're throwing at me. Yeah. And it's just the weirdest, like I say, it's the weirdest sensation. Because I know I'm playing a Lego game, but right. it feels like GTA. And it's just weird. It's just yeah. a real, really weird juxtaposition, I've got to say. So, yeah, I totally recommend that. That's two games this week I would totally recommend to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if it's on your wish list or it's, it's on cheap, I would definitely buy it. Really, really good. Yeah. And it's a, it's a long time since I've played the Lego game as well, so that helps, I guess. What was the last uh, one? It might have been the Harry one of the Harry Potter games. Oh. Might have been the Harry Potter years 1 to 4 or whatever it was, or 4 to 8. I think that was the last Lego game I played, so it was quite a long time ago. Um, so, yeah, it always feels... And, and it's not like the other Lego games, because obviously it's, a open, it's fully open world. It doesn't feel like any Lego game I've ever played. Uh, but obviously there's still the studs to collect and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's good. Really, really good. Totally, totally sort of, like I say, recommend it. Yeah. So, so good. So what happens when you die? Do you, like, because in the other I'm Lego not, games, I, I know you end up as, like, a pile of, you know, little yeah, plastic Yeah, I haven't bits. died yet. Oh, I haven't wow. died yet, so I have no clue what happens. Um, and you can also play in local multiplayer, so you can have, obviously have another controller, another player. I don't know how that works, yeah, uh, because I only have one controller. Right. So I don't know whether it's totally open and the other person can be at the other side of the city or whatever, or whether you've got to stick sort of within a certain distance to each other. Right, right. Uh, so I don't know, but it's it's a massive city, like I say, it's huge. So it's it's like I say, it's really cool, really weird at the same yeah. time. That's cool. Um, yeah, so there you go. Lego City people get it. It's good. It's good. Uh, back to you, Antonio. Lovely. Well, I played all of the Resident Evil 7 DLC. Dude. Because um, I played Resident Evil 7 when it came out. At the time, was it was my game of the year. Brilliant game. It was brilliant, man. I also played it fully in VR. So there you go. Did you? I didn't realize that. Mm, I played it fully in VR. So how did you do that then? What did you play it on? Because I didn't realise you had VR. Oh, no, I played it on a friend's PSVR. Ah, I was oh, going to no, say. I ain't buying the VR, no. <laughs> what kind of moron would buy a VR headset, ha? Huh? Yeah, well, I was going to actually say, after after we've done what I, what we've been playing, um, I'm sure that people have out there have sort of invested in PSVR. So I was going to just give a quick rundown of the games I played whilst I had mine that I could recommend to people. You know, who've picked one up over the Black Friday sale, so I'll do that after we finish what we've been playing. Yeah. I think it's to an okay price, like, you know, below 100. <laughs> yeah, it's not oh, below 100. I've seen them as, as low as 199 quid during yeah, the yeah. Uh, during the Black Friday stuff. So they have been they have come down a hell of a lot in price. Because um, I did notice one mechanic when I replayed, uh, sorry, well, we played, I played the DLC. Um, they put in a mechanic in the Resident Evil 7 VR version because you can peek around corners. Yeah, and, and I noticed when I was playing that that really was a feature that they could have put in to RE7, but they really forced it for the VR. It's just something I noticed when I was uh, hiding in a certain bit from Jack. I was like, mm, I'm pretty. I peaked in the VR version. Why can't I do it here? Hiding, but, you wuss. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. So what? What is the DLC then? What is that? Oh, that's um. Uh, with is it Chris Red? Is it Chris Redfield? That's that coming out on the 12th next month. So oh. next month there is a free and a paid DLC coming. The free one is Chris's one, and the paid one is a character called Zoe, who is in one of these DLCs. So in total, there were six in the season pass, uh, put over two packs. Right. So there's one I haven't beaten, because that is a very, very hard mode. 
It's called Even Must Die. I'm trying to do it, but it's tough. Basically, everything in that house is rigged to kill Ethan. So say you will... I did my first run of the game. I walked over to a box, because in Resident Evil, you break boxes to get loot, and it blew up. Nice. So and this is going to take a little while to do. The and other one... Is that a permadeath? So you have to start from yeah, the beginning yeah, again? Yeah. It's permadeath, yeah. It's not yeah. the entire game, but it's constructed in a way to make it feel like it. I will say this. Capcom really mastered the art of reusing assets in this because there's pretty much not a single asset re- like new for this DLC. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, everyone does that. They only just it keeps the cost down. No, but well, Destiny 2 doesn't do that because, like you, it, like I said before, they are very economical about their assets. It's not bad. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but when I played the fourth DLC in a row, I was like, oh, wow, they really made use of the entire house, didn't they? Yeah, but like, having said that, you know, uh, the, you know, the the best game ever made, The Witcher Three, you know, Blood and Wine was all completely new. You know, everything was new, a whole new massive area. A whole of the new map. massive area. Yeah, just saying, you know, just saying. The, just the developers who give, you know, give the best. Well, I think that Bungie did a very good job with that in Destiny Two. Yeah. No, um, I do. So- they did. I'll continue with the DLCs. I'll give them a quick rundown. Go ahead. Talk about the DLC. There's also a time trial mode called Jack's 55th Birthday. Now, in this, you have to go and find food and combine them and basically give them to Jack. It's just a time trial mode. But what I really love is the music and all the monsters have party hats on. Ah, nice. Because when I was playing through the game, I really thought, wow, these controls are pretty darn good. It's a shame I can't, you know, play a mercenary's time trial mode. So they threw that in there. Yeah. Now... The banned footage DLC. So these are all story-based, pretty much. The first one is called Nightmare. Now, in the first three, you actually play as the guy you play as in the demo of Resident Evil. Yes. Which I thought was really cool. So they're, yeah, so the they're demo. like, the go- is that the ghost investigator dude? Uh, yeah, you play as Clancy, the cameraman. Yeah. So I just thought that was pretty cool when I played the demo and then realized, oh, he's the DLC character. That's actually pretty cool. So it links it all together to make one coherent story. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and reusing them assets again. So exactly, good. exactly. <laughs> um, so the first one is called Nightmare. You wake up in the basement and basically it's a fight for your life thing. You have to survive um, from, I think, midnight to 5 a.m., taking on progressively stronger waves of enemies. Um, the currency you get, you get is called Scrap which you get from one of three metal grinders. Uh-huh. But they're located around the map, and you have to run to them and actually manually turn them on when they break. So that's one of the main tough parts of the aspect. That and bosses come in. So Marguerite comes in, then Jack, then Jack again with his uh, scissorsaw. And it's so fun. I really enjoy that, because that really lets the controls shine, the great first-person shooting controls. And it, it, it's actually quite scary at times. Not because, oh, jumpy, but... Because it's about um, um, making sure you use all your ammo effectively. Yeah. Both times, because there's two difficulties. Both times, I ended up having to fight the final boss with the pocket knife. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I must, have, I must admit, the, when I played Resident Evil 7, um, every time you had to go down into the basement was horrible. Don't go in the mm. basement. Ugh. Horrible. Um, and they did a really good job of building the tension and making you like, go, oh my god, I've got to go down there again for something. Uh, mm. Very si- very similar to Outlast, you know, the mm. original Outlast. Oh, yeah, the bit when you have to go and turn on the generators. Oh, horrible, horrible. I think any movie, as soon as they start talking about generators, and I'm like, no, I don't want to turn on any generators. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, it's good. I, I liked Resident Evil 7 a lot. And it, you know, the more I think about it, there's been a lot of really good games came out this year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I've played. I've played a lot of really great games this year. So there's three more DLC. So that one's the action-based one. Now, the next one's called Bedroom, which I love this idea of. So basically, Marguerite has locked you to a bed, and she's basically giving you dinner. And the main the main part, it's, an esca- it's a room escape. You, The main texture says, escape with the room. Um, so you work out puzzles and shit. But the thing is, if you make a loud noise, which does happen, it has to happen at least twice, Marguerite will come into the room. So what you do is you have to put everything back the way it was. So say you picked up a painting and put it on the wall. You have to put it back, otherwise Marguerite will work out and punish you. And it's really cool. All of them are about an hour long, to be honest, in total. They're not very long, but I really enjoyed each and every one of them. Um, it took me a while. Like I did it on stream, and I had to have someone help me at some point because the puzzles are pretty damn smart. Um, it was cool. It's very short, but it was cool. The next one is called 21. Oh, you play blackjack in this one. Yeah, you do. Do you really? Yeah, no, you do. That's the main nice. part of the game. The main tagline is a sadistic game of 21. Uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. So you wake up. Oh, it's just like uh, zero dark zero, 30s are zero dark dark death, 30 zero. Nearly, nearly. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think there's a bit where you're tied to a... I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. So you, you're tied down to a, a table with someone else in front of you. And your hand is put into like a little metal claw machine. And your fingers are separated. So basically, you play a game of 21 where your fingers are the bet. Uh-huh. So it's you and someone else. And, you know, whoever wins gets to leave. And the other one, God knows, whatever. But what I really liked was that it kept scaling. So you do it and you're like, oh, cool, it's done. But then something else happens where they add in a shock machine. Oof. So um, it's all all these um, trials. Are I'm, I'm, guessing by a member you, of the I'm guessing you can play these in VR as well. Yeah, I haven't It'd be awesome if you did. It'd be awesome if you did that, and when you get shocked, your friend comes up with a taser and he's like, "Asshole!" The VR headset electrocutes your head. And whoever whoever gets um gets the proper full electricity burst dies. So you so Clancy the character is like, "Oh, lovely, lovely." But then there's one final round where the Lucas character, the son of the family, he pretty much uses the dead guy as a puppet, and he wages a saw you know like a big circular saw so then you wager how many like bits forward and back you do and i failed that a few times and all i'm gonna say is that would be horrible in vr because the saw goes into your head so that have been horrible in vr um i don't know i really like that idea and finally um what was it called daughters you play as the uh only member of the family who isn't infected zoe do you remember that character yeah i do um, you play as her basically escaping the family when they became infected. So you see how the Baker family got messed up, basically, without going to too many spoilers. And it really sows the seeds for the DLC for her. And I really enjoyed it. Basically, you're defenseless. You're defenseless. So it is just a hide-and-go-seek kind of thing. You have to hide, run, hide, run. Um, they're all very short if you know what to do. Like, I was stuck for a while but they were pretty cheeky because at the start you need to notice somebody's phone for a key code to then work out you need a certain key. But whatever. To be honest, the DLC isn't required. It's not outstanding, but I've noticed it's going for very cheap now, Resident Evil uh, 7 with the DLC. I've seen it for like £15. It is worth that. And if you haven't played Resident Evil 7, it's probably one of the best horror games this year. 
Yeah, it's good. It is really good. Definitely. Um, play it. I must admit, I've eyed up Outlast two a couple of times, but I've just read so many bad things about it. I just never. I haven't played it yet either. Even even at the cheap, you know, I've seen it as low as something like nine pound fifty or something nine quid. Mm. And I was like, and I was tempted. I was so tempted, but I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Yes. So I've never, I've never really been tempted enough. At least we had time. Resi this year as a good horror game. Yeah, we did, we did. But um, that's Resi. That's Resi. Yeah. Duke. No. Nope. Anything else from you? No. Nope. Nothing from you. Uh, I've got one more thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, which is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is the, the new mobile version of Animal Crossing, which is out on iOS and Android. And there's a new oh. Harvest Moon. There's a new Harvest Moon game out on Steam. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There is. Yeah. Cool. I've seen that as well. But all the reviews say, eh, just play Stardew Valley instead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, Animal Crossing on the Android would be good if they hadn't tried to shoehorn in as many microtransactions and real-world money things as they could possibly do. They just keep jamming them in. They're not learning. Yeah, yeah. Because it looks great. Yeah. It's like the best-looking version of Animal Crossing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, it's as sharp as a pin. They've, they've added all these different locations you can go to. And you basically have to become... Whereas in the main normal Animal Crossing, you basically it's a mortgage simulator. Yeah. So you have a house and you have to keep extending it. Every time you extend it, you have to borrow more money, but then you have to pay the money back uh, and all that kind of stuff. That's how the original game works. And you can get friends and right, right. get stuff off people and go to the market and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was all kind of played on one map. But you could kind of go to the city, which was kind of small. Yeah. Or you could go somewhere else, but there wasn't much to it. In this, what they've done is you have a central campsite where you're the manager of it. Uh, oh, so okay. in this, you're trying to build up a campsite and, and encourage other animals to come and visit your campsite. Um, come on down, animals. That, this campsite's the best. There's probably about six other areas that you can go to that have all different people in them and different stuff going on. And that's kind of cool. Uh, you can also like real life world plays. You can stumble across them because they can go to the same areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everyone has like a little camper van, you know, like a little like what looks like a Volkswagen camper van, uh-huh. and you can travel around. So if there's another one parked up in one of the areas, if you go inside, it'll be another player from somewhere else. Yes. So that's kind of cool. And then obviously you can make friends with them, and if they accept your friend thing, they can come and visit your campsite and stuff. But like I say, it's all kind of cool, you know, usual things, fishing, catching bugs, you know, getting as many bells as you can. Uh, but what they've also added in is bell tickets. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding. <clears throat> ding, 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 ding. And the way the bell tickets work is you can use them to uh, make something go faster. So if you're crafting something, obviously it takes a minute or two minutes. You can spend a ticket to make it instant. You know, so you can get it straight away. Ding, um, instant. Yeah, some of the yeah, and like for instance, to give you an idea, this is another one like The Simpsons Tapped Out, where everything is time controlled. So if you if you pick fruit off a tree, it won't there won't be any more fruit to pick for another three hours. Uh-huh. So that's what they're doing, and obviously if you need something, you can of of course buy it with real money, because that's that always works. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, as you know, I won't be spending any real money on this game. Nope. And so far, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it for what it is. I guess I'll hit a brick wall at some point where I won't be able to progress unless I get my hand in my pocket, and that's when I'll stop playing it. But it's free to download. 
give it a whirl, have a look at it. It's kind of cool. What I do kind of like about it is if it adds it, it doesn't download a new area until you're in it. So it doesn't use up loads of memory on your phone or your tablet or whatever. It just downloads a bit at a time as you need it. So that's, so that's kind of cool about it. But I don't know. It's just another thing to try and get your cash out of your pocket eventually. Mm. But it yeah. won't be getting mine. Uh, right back to you Antonio uh oh Antonio died Uh-oh. I think he just died I'm alive fall- I'm alive oh thank god he's fallen off just, his chair it's just a yeti button is terrible if anyone who has a blue yeti knows the mute button is probably the worst part about the actual thing anyway two more horror games actually one which is definitely a horror one you could argue but whatever Little Nightmares yeah I've played this and finished it so I played this at EJ's 2015 uh, or 16, was it? I think it was 16. And uh, it was my favorite game of the show. I loved this game. Yeah, it's good. And I really liked the set they had and shit. Um, I'm glad I waited for a while, because it's a very short game. Yeah, it's all right, though. I kind of liked it, although it did feel like the ending didn't actually match the rest of the game. Yeah, I kind of felt that a bit as well. Yeah, it was um, very weird. The end was very odd. Yeah, like... I, I tried to answer on spoilers, but it started light when she ate one thing, but then I kind of went, oh, okay. Do you remember a bit where one of the little things was offering you a sausage? Mm, that? I don't know whether I do. There's actually. a part where one of the little things offers you some food. Instead of the food, she eats that, like the, the actual little thing. Uh I vaguely remember that, but it's a while since I've played this. I got it when it came, when it was released. Oh, fair enough. I imported mine from France, because it's like 20 quid in the UK for the version with the figure, but for some reason it was 9 euros for the version with the figure. So I just imported that. Amazon Prime was like £2 for the shipping. Boom. Boom. It's nice. Boom. Like, the figure's on my desk. I'm looking at it right now. It's really nice. I like it. And it comes in, in like a cage from the game. I really like All right, it. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. I really like I it. Like, I like I liked what they were trying to do, but I don't think they quite pulled it off. In what respects? What, what do you think they pulled off badly? I don't think they necessarily pulled anything off badly, but it was just a bit more mediocre than it could have been. I, don't, I think they had a great premise. Mm. But I Definitely just felt... like the premise. Yeah, I felt like the puzzles were a bit... weren't great, and I felt some of the... Um, controls like some of the stuff where you have to do things Mm -hmm. instantly just didn't work very well and i died a lot for no reason i feel none of my deaths really were just it was mainly to do the grab button for me yeah yeah stuff like that of that nature it was like say controls wise it just wasn't that that good Mm. um i do really like the minimalist design of that you just go like it was i only once did it have to give me a button cue which was when i had to swing on something yeah. which I really liked. I, I do like the puzzles when you go, aha, and work it out, because, like I said, you enter a room with nothing, and you have to work out for yourself. Um, and I did count the reveal of when you climb up the boat. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then seeing the people... The people chase I found was hilarious. When they yes. they chase you, and they're all going over you. It's something like from a cartoon yeah, or some where shit. They're all, where they're all eating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's, I do like how unapologetically graphic it is at times. Like, um, oh, yeah. pretty, like I got caught by one of the people once and they pretty much grab you tight and then just throw you in their mouth. Yeah. Raincoat and all. Raincoat just and all. Eat just eat you, man. They don't care. Exactly. Raincoat and all. Um, I, I thought it looked really nice, although I will say it's a quite bad game to stream because a lot of it is in the dark. Just a heads up, yeah, people, it is. if you're a streamer. 
And uh, I checked back the stream when I was done. I was like, ooh, a lot of this is black. A lot of this is black. Even when I had my lighter on, it was still pretty dark around the character. But whatever. I would recommend it. Like, I've seen it in quite a few sales. It is worth a sale price, but it's about three hours. So warning there. But I enjoyed warning. my time. Just the grab button was my biggest issue with it. It's at times, like you said, when you have to make a quick instinct choice, it's tough. Or in my case, there was a bit where you had to pull two hinges off a, of, a, of a cage to close a door. Oh, God, that yeah, took me with, the arms. With, with the arms coming through. Oh, my God, I hated that oh, bit. It took me about ants, three or four goes to do that. I, oh. the, I kept calling him Mr. Tickle because of his arm length. Oh. I did. I enjoyed the bits up to it, like climbing over the bookcases and stuff. Um, I do enjoy that aspect, especially in horror games where it's a tiny little character trying to escape a massive foe. But the controls really were its biggest downfall, in my opinion. That and the ending was very abrupt. Yeah, like I said, the ending was abrupt, but it was also didn't make a whole lot of sense. It was really odd. No, the like, ending if, was just really weird. It was almost like they thought they thought, oh, we need to have some sort of boss fight at the end yeah let's just let's do this just do this boss fight thing and the, and it was weird because the, there hadn't really been anything like that in the game up to that point so when the when it happened i was a bit like i'm not entirely sure what i'm meant to do at this point what am i supposed to be doing here i could be entirely wrong here but it really felt like it was play tested and people said what about the ending i don't know why but it really does feel like someone put in and said the ending is a bit not there and they threw something in. I don't know why, but it really feels like something was thrown in at the last minute. Yeah, it was ending. almost it was almost like it was done by another developer. <laughs> it's like like someone else was like, Oh, I've got this idea, we should just put it at the end though. Let's do that. And I had a lot of questions when she was walking up to that door. Do you know what I'm on about? What she yeah, was yeah. doing? Yeah. I found that really odd. Like, okay. Because nothing, nothing like Supernatural was properly introduced up until then. That's what I mean. It was yeah. it just felt completely out of place with the rest of the game. I mean, maybe they were super subtle, and I just didn't realize it because I don't have a high enough IQ level to work it out. But <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't <laughs> think that's the reason. I do recommend. I don't, really it, though. I don't regret. I don't regret playing it at all. It's just it was really good up until the end, and the controls kind of hinder it a bit. And the yeah. low times between deaths are kind of annoying. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, so, there is that as well. It was all right. Look, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. No, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't. Again, I don't think it's going to be anyone's game of the year this year. No, I do not believe so. But which it's is not a bad. shame. Which is a shame because it, I think it could have definitely been better. I definitely. mean, I think it had a great premise, but they just didn't do enough with it. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on from that, I played what has been touted as a rhythm horror game. Yes, and I've nearly purchased this quite a few times when I did own a Sony VR. So, Resident Evil 7 was pretty damn cool in VR. This game, I, thought, I think, would be amazing in VR. So, Thumper oh, yeah. is a game where you play as like a little metallic beetle going constantly along a rail. And you basically have to put button inputs and time to the music and what comes on the screen. It's a rhythm game. And you know me, Clone Hero, I like my rhythm games. You'll be there um, with your plastic guitars plugged in, won't you, playing this? I, I, oh, there might be a way to do that. We'll, we'll see. Um, this is really cool, though. I'm loving this game. I love the design of it, especially with when it, the bosses come out. It felt, I don't know why, but I got a really big Child of Eden vibe from it. I don't know why. Probably because it's just a lot of weird co colours everywhere. I don't know, that see, weird colours everywhere. Yeah. I should be playing this because I love that game. What's wrong with you? Obviously. 
I will say this. It is a tough game. Yeah, I've heard that. I've it is a tough that. game. I'm currently on level five of nine, I think. I streamed quite a bit of this, and whew, it gets tough. And it does it does have a really nice thing where you can, in the menu you can just go back to your previous bit you messed up and just go for it again. It's really rewarding in that sense. But, oh, it's tough when it gets it gets so hard later on, man. Because, um, so you start with just tapping A and then turning in time with the B. But then they throw in flying, landing at the right time, holding A to knock over obstacles, and you have to chain them all together. And it's 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 very very tough on you to get that S rank. It's very tough. Uh, oh, I'd like be just scraping run. through on a D or a C or whatever you get. But ungraded. I'd be ungraded <laughs> if I was doing this game. Unlike Little Nightmares, though, the load times are pretty much instant, which is nice. Um, and I like the transition as well, because every time that you finish a subsection of a level, there's a tiny bit of breathing room. You get to sit back for a second and go, oh, Jesus, okay. Ooh, okay, it's going to get harder from here. She just sounded Christ. Irish right there. Oh, Jesus, okay. Oh, Do you know what that sounds, you know oh, what it sounds like? Catherine. Ugh. Catherine was hard. I found that really hard. Yeah, every time you got to the top of one of those towers, you're like, oh my god, I gotta go. You mispronounced stupid. Catherine. You said stuck. hard instead of stupid. Which uh, Catherine's well, still one of my favorite ever games. Oh, I think god. I think it's one of the most ingenious ideas for a puzzle game, Again, Catherine. You, it said, was just brilliant. you said it ingenious when you meant to say stupid. No, no. It def- yes, yes. Antonio, you agree with me here, don't you? No, I think it's stupid. Genius, but it was fun. There you but go. Antonio's got such a high It's hard, though, man. It is hard. I, I played like, on the super easy mode on Catherine, and it was still hard. Is there a, is there a mode uh, lower than easy? Because I play on easy. Yeah, it's a, super easy. Yeah, there's a secret mode. You have to do some sort of weird combination in the menus to get to it. Oh right, okay, okay. I see. And it, I see. it was still it was still a challenge. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're still talking about Catherine here. So even though it was easier than easy, it was still a challenge to do. So I still felt challenged by the end of it. Uh, but so satisfying. I love that game. I will say, I do think Thumper is a bit more challenging than Catherine. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Because it, it does get to the point where you are making split-second decisions constantly, especially when it comes to the turning. Because you can mess up a bit of, like, when you're going straight, and you go, ah, okay, I'm injured, but I can keep going. If you mess up a turn, you crash. <sighs> you got to restart. It does get tough, man. Especially when you're chaining combos together because more and more colors come out, it becomes more visually intense. And sometimes it's hard to see the turns coming because there's so much shit on screen. But it it is fun. I will not not doubt that. And finally, I've been playing Battlefield 1. All right. For some reason, someone in my Discord gifted it to me on Xbox. I don't know why, but thank you. And, um... It's fine. <laughs> I've never been a big Battlefield fan. The last one I played and enjoyed like a lot was 1942 on the PC. So are you, are you just playing multiplayer or are you playing any of the... the I'm going through the story first, to then I'll jump to the multiplayer. Because I have a few friends that still play it, so I'll play with them. Um, The story's alright. I thought they'd be crap. It's just like vignettes, isn't it, I believe? I've never played it, but I've heard it's just like vignettes. It's all short stories about different yeah. people in different parts of the world during the war. So I just did the one involving a pilot who lied about his name. For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> That's never explained why he lied in the first place. Uh, to steal his plane and whatever. It's fine. I just see it as a good way for me to learn all the mechanics and get all right at the game before I jump to multiplayer. It looks nice. I'll give it that. Flipping heck, it looks lovely, this game. But 
it's just another well, Frostbite it's always has good engine it's a good engine isn't it the games the games don't do look nice oh they look yeah beautiful. they do I'm not locking people like Battlefield it's just I'm not too big in the shooters anymore that's why I was so surprised when I loved Overwatch so much but yeah, there that you day's go. been and gone. Uh, and that is me. Thank you. That's it. All right. On that note, we'll just before we move on to news. Putting news first. No, we're putting the news first. I will give a quick rundown of PSVR games that, that people maybe need to, to be looking to play. If you've if you've be stupidly, you know, not necessarily, but stupidly picked up one of these in the Black no Friday sales. Um yeah, the ones the ones I really enjoyed, and I will tell people this: Res Res HD uh, is probably the best, probably the best one. Uh, amazing in VR, looks great, plays really really well. Um, so that was really good. Crap from uh, five bound. years ago. Great. Get go run out yeah, and yeah, buy one of these. Long, longer than that, June. Yeah. Longer than that. Sure. The well, original there you go. Res. You're making my point. Um, bound was really really good. Yeah. Uh, that sort of plays really well in VR. Yeah. Not the best controls or the platforming, but it's just kind of a cool little game to play in VR. So that's that's kind of cool. Nice. Uh, and the other recommendation that I will give is a more recent one, but they've uh, recently uh, done Super Hot uh, in, in PSVR as well as obviously on HTC and Oculus Rift. So uh, yeah, pick up Super Hot because I've heard that lots might of great. Be kind I mean, that's of fun. Yeah, it's a great game anyway. I've heard it's really, really good in VR. And, uh, and according to Antonio, Thumper is mm. probably a good recommendation. I'd love to play well. Thumper in VR. I would love to play Thumper in VR. Oh, and the other one that I should definitely mention is uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's really, really good. Because in the VR mode, you're sort of sat at the table. Help, I'm outnumbered. There's two people on here who don't think that VR is completely fucking stupid. There you go. Chitty, come back. I miss you. Uh, so that's it. That was only oh, a quick, gone then. Quick, quick rundown. So let's do. I'm, gone. I'm not needed. No, yeah, you're needed. needed. It's just uh, you know we need some balance back to this piece. Uh, let's let's do some news as we said. So okay, here comes uh, the news. news. Putting news first. I'll start. I'll start because some big news has come out this Ooh, week. Oh, here big. comes the news, people. Putting news first. Uh. Follow up to To the Moon has finally been given a release date. Oh my god, it's called To the Sun. No, it's called Finding Paradise. Hey. Okay. And Paradise the, the release the date will be December the 14th, people. Wow, that's soon. Uh, yeah, so put it in your diary. It's going to be amazing. I can't say how it wouldn't be. I hope it takes out that stupid mini game where you're doing all that stupid crap. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember yeah, To like the Moon a, had a. Like a weird puzzle thing wasn't it if you've never played by the way people if you've never played to the moon it's very cheap usually it's in sales all the time and it's really really good it's a very good story it, the mechanics of the game are not great real. yeah mechanics are a bit crap but the story is really well hopefully worth it. they fix the mechanics because now they know it's expected of them well we'll see we'll, we we'll see. be able to find out in about a week that's right um so yeah, I'll be definitely getting this on release day. What about you, Juke? Are you going to plumb? Are you gonna I didn't do it? get Shadow of War on release day. The last thing I got on release oh, day was pretty... Destiny 2. But I think Finding Paradise will be a good Christmas game to play. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of be nice. It'll, you know, might have some nice heartwarming moments and some really sad ones as well, I guess. Well, that's true about To the Moon. It did have yeah. that. So, yeah. So I'm really, really... Have you played To the Moon, Antonio? I have it installed. I really want to. Yeah, he should do. So good. Yeah. Chini played it by mistake. 
I believe, didn't he? Something he played like it by mistake. He was meant to play something else and played this instead, did he? Yeah, or did he probably. play this for real? I can't remember. There was something he played by mistake. I can't remember what that was now. I but can't yeah. remember. Chinny's yeah, so wasn't crazy. The, Nobody can keep track of him. Yes. Yes, he, he did play again by mistake, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, yeah, Duke, do you want to read some of it? Okay, I guess so. Why not? I'm I'm hip. I'm oh, ready to do go. that. I like to participate in the game news. I'm not stalling for time. Um. Yeah. Okay. So there, Soma has a safe mode coming. You know the Soma game. I do. I do. I do. I, this is like a robot game thing. Yeah, game of the year. The year it came out. Right. So this is very popular. Soma. And Frictional Games is the studio that made it, okay? Mm-hmm. And so now that go away, I'm using an ad blocker. Deal with it. <laughs> so they're adding a new mode to it, which I don't understand because it's an old game, but whatever. The point is, last week it's it's because it's been re-released. It's been released, should I say, not re-released, but released on the Xbox. Okay, whatever. Mm. Last week, developer Frictional Games announced that it would soon be adding a safe mode to its superb existential deep sea horror Soma. At the time, it said that the new mode would enable players to quote explore the story without being eaten by monsters. Why not just watch it on YouTube then? Now, however, it offered a few more details on how safe mode will ultimately unfold. Speaking to PC Gamer. Why am I not just looking at the PC Gamer link? Whatever. Thomas Grip, that's a made-up name, founder of Frictional Games and director of Soma, explained that safe mode won't actually remove the game's monsters. Instead, they'll remain part of the experience. But now, rather than trying to kill you, they will react to your presence inquisitively. Can I eat your face? No, thank you. Okay, I'll move along then. That's inquisitively... That's a major difference to the similar fan-made mod Wuss Mode, which made monsters ignore you entirely, robbing them of some of their atmospheric power. According to Grip, it was crucial that Soma's monsters still felt like part of the experience in safe mode. We, we have to think of that. This is a very old man, this Grip guy. We have to think of them as inhabitants of the environment and make their interactions with the player fit the game's atmosphere and story. The fear and tension that comes from those original monster encounters are there in order to deliver a certain mood. And Soma needed to retain the sense that this was a really unpleasant world to be in and a lot of the game's themes relied on evoking this. So how do you feel about that? Should I, I mean, I don't know. Part of me says that a horror game should just be a horror game. I don't know. I mean, obviously I played this and really loved it and the story's really, really good. Um, but I also felt that sometimes the monster encounters were a bit annoying and they kind of broke up the story a little bit. You know, where you sort of you were really getting into the narrative and then yeah. you'd have a monster encounter and it kind of it didn't feel like it flowed as well with those in there. Right, right. So I, I don't think this is overly a bad thing because it probably would have been fine as a walking simulator without the challenge of the monsters, to be honest. You know, just a story-driven narrative undersea adventure game. I mean, you expect they probably had the monsters because they didn't want people to get bored just walking around, huh? Well, I think it's that, and I think also part of the studio is to try and scare the shit out of you, so... Right. Yeah, so those monsters were there for that reason, and they did, they did do that to an extent. Yeah. But I also just found them a little bit annoying at times. Right, right. So... Antonio, yeah, did, you play, did you play Soma? 
Again, I have it installed. I do want to play it though because it looks uh, awesome. No, when you say monster awesome. encounters, do you actually fight them? Do you run? No, like... no, no. It's a runaway hide and ah, sort of. Got you. Yeah, so See, I, I decided I'm not into it. that sort of thing. I don't think I would enjoy that part. Now, well, that's why I think you'd enjoy it now with the safe mode thing, because well, you can maybe. enjoy the story and not worry about the monsters. But again, I feel like I should just watch it on YouTube instead. Yeah, you could probably do that. Yeah. You could probably do that. Save but it is, it is a good game. I, I really enjoyed Well, I, obviously, because I gave it my game of the year, yeah. uh, the year that this came out. But yeah, it, it's, it's actually not only a good game, it's a really, really great game. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah. So there you go. Interesting. Right, Antonio, news, what have you got? Shall we talk about Destiny 2? Of we course, why not? Of course, why not? So according to a man named Dominic Tarrison, Destiny 2 might not reward grind as much as you think. Oh, he's my best friend. Is he? Dominic Tarrison? Yeah, he's great. Uh, that was close enough. <laughs> uh, over, over on the S2 subreddit, a eagle-eyed math magician known as Energizer X, interesting name, has seemingly spotted something strange about the, the game's Basically, it seems like the XP is shit in this game. Well, no, uh, apparently it's, it's shit after a certain point. After you finish the hmm. story, it's so, slowed down. The long, and short, the long and short of all of his number crunching is that in a longer play session, three or more hours, you'll eventually hit a point of sharply diminishing returns. Because um, I think, don't you, uh, when you hit 20, get like an engram instead of leveling up? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't play enough of it to know. Sorry, what I. did they call this guy in the article? Uh, Energizer X. Yeah, but what? What? How do they describe him? A math magician. Oh man, the sound sucks on this. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that kind of magician. I'm a math magician. Now watch <laughs> as I make this remainder disappear. <laughs> Before it was in a 28-7 time. So while the game may re- may be reporting that you're earning a bucket loads of, of XP, the vast majority of it will be floating off into the e- uh, ever, unloved and forgotten, rather than adhering correctly to your progress to the next level and your engram. Yeah, so you get an engram. So basically, once you hit a certain amount of time playing, you stop receiving as much XP. Wow, that's crazy. Apparently. That's pretty much it. But uh, in an update, it, because they've had loads of grief about mm. this, uh, they've turned it off. So Bungie's actually turned the system off to make Good. it work more levelly. Why would they include that in the first place? Or more on a level. I was say, what is the point of this? God so knows. Weird. I mean, they, they, obviously when they design these things, they do, they do it for a reason. Now I'm assuming in, in the Destiny 2 there are microtransactions potentially. There are indeed. There are indeed. So are? That, that might be. And I, think I haven't come across any. Sorry? Yeah, I haven't come across any. Uh, yeah, uh, you can buy engrams and stuff. And yeah, you can buy this stuff. Maybe I'm not high level seen... enough or whatever. But no, here's the thing. They say it in the article. Uh, if accurate, it's a soft XP cap to encourage players to take a break, go outside, and plot their next <laughs> raid with friends. Whatever. Yeah, like that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's nice. I mean, if that is the real reason, that's a nice reason to have it. Yeah, <laughs> but I it's guess. Not but they should work. tell you. They should be upfront about it. Yeah, it's not going to work. So they've turned it off anyway. So at least they've done something about it. Um, and I think with the shit store with all the, the loot crate stuff at the moment, it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. There's a lot of shit going down. Um, so much so uh, that Belgian, I, I haven't got the link to this in here, uh, but Belgian has actually said that they see loot, loot crates as gambling. So so Belgian have sort of said that's what Sorry, they think they are. Belgian is the adjective. Belgium is the country belgium whatever yeah. belgium belgium whatever you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i know it's can you use belgium uh, in, a sen- in a sentence 
Belgian. Uh, he, yeah, he's the, that Belgian dude is weird. Yeah. Oh, oh you meant Belgian. Okay. Belgian. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought, you, I, thought, I thought I just meant a new word. I was like, oh my God, hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're saying it is gambling, yeah. as far as they're concerned. And the French senator has said Star Wars Battlefront 2 loot boxes are uncomfortably close to gambling. Oh, that's so close. Very similar to gambling. Only should uh, be happening in Monte Carlo. Viva la France. Um, and the UK Gambling Commission or whatever have said that although they don't class it as gambling, that again, they're very uncomfortable with the way that these... Uh, games are using these systems. Oh, crikey! I don't like when you have them loot boxes. Yeah. So, I mean, just going back to the French one, basically, government officials uh-huh. have offered a range of opinions on loot boxes since the Star Wars Battlefront 2 launched. Although none of them are especially kind, the UK Gambling Commission recently stated that while loot boxes aren't legally gambling, they do have great concerns. And the state of Hawaii straight up called them predatory practices. <laughs> of course they're predatory practices. They are a capitalist exercise. Everything in capitalism is predatory. Uh, so basically the uh, the French um, a French senator Jerome Durain has expressed in an open regulation organization. This is what he says. Uh, I'll do the uh, <coughs> obligatory French accent oh, when I read this. Très bien, ça c'est magnifique. Here we go. Today, loot boxes seem to be to require special attention from public Sorry, authorities. I thought you were going to do a French accent. I am doing. I am doing. Have you ever seen Euro Trash? Here we go. Uh, many players and specialised observers see tactical devoted to t- subject in magazine Carnard PC. Question. The deleterious effects of the spread of these microtransactions and shit in this like video game. Deleterious. Uh, just, just we on chanter. Oh, yeah. ma grand-mère mange les pantalons. While I do not think it is necessarily at this point or stage to put in place specific legislation, I do wonder about the desirability of providing consumer protection in this area. The use of loot boxes conferring cosmetic additions to the game seems well accepted to the public. But this development of so-called pay-to-win practices is more contentious, as shown by the recent controversy over that stupid freaking game, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Quite quite aside from the acceptance of the practice, some observers point to the convergence of this video game world and practices specific to gambling. On an arse. Uh, transparency is not common with regard to statistics governing these loot bloody boxes and shit. Even though good practices sometimes exist, China has decided in favour of transparency of win ratios. Some of them, their bloody European neighbours, United Kingdom and Belgium in particular, are looking into this matter through their regulatory authorities. So we see all right, all right, all right, we've got to stop this. This is just what? boring me to shit. You don't shit. like it? It's, it's good. I'm getting it's the no, end now. Anyway. No, just it's summarize the point that they're making. He says basically, this is, this is it in like one sentence. Yeah, these ear loot boxes are a bit shit. Yes. There you go. Boom. There Boom. you go. You're done That's now. That's it. That's what it is. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I can't see how, at the moment, in this sort of environment, you know, with, with people, you know, seeing these loot boxes as they are, 
how video game publishers and developers can support them anymore. Because I don't know they're what's about making go. money. What are you talking about? Yeah, they are about making money, but there's also going to be some sort of balance between that and controversy. And I, I know people say that no publicity is bad publicity, but well, I don't it's think more a question of our, this. Well, it's more a question of are people outraged enough to not buy the game? Now, it looks like, I don't know, how has Battlefield 2 sold? Or Battlefront 2? I don't know. It would probably have sold fairly well, I would think, to start with, but it might have tapered off due to all this sort of yeah, stuff Yeah, but you know what? On. Here's the thing. Look, people have been bitching about EA for a long time. Like, for years, people have said, oh, EA is the worst developer ever. Everybody hates EA. EA is shit. And yet, their games sell like hot flowers, as Jada Kiss once <laughs> said. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. There's outrage. There's controversy, or controversy, as y'all would say. And then... There's a question of what it actually does to their stock price and their game sales. And if it doesn't translate into lower game sales, they really don't have a reason to not do it. Their stock yeah, price did go down. It's yeah, it's probably back more up. about okay. the stock price. Yeah, but, they the might, but that might be balanced out. By, I mean, there's look, there's PR impact on stock price. Yeah, and then there's game. No, if it starts affecting investors, they're not happy Yes, people, but what, let they? me finish my point, though, because there's the PR impact. And I'm not saying that's insignificant. You tell me it went down, okay. But at the end of the day, you know, there's also the impact of game sales. And if those continue to be strong, maybe investors will say, I'll weather a little bad PR because they're still pulling in the money. Mm, it depends. It depends how much value it wipes off the company's bottom I agree. line. That's the I issue. agree. I just don't know that a lot of grumbling on Reddit is necessarily going to translate into actual hits on EA's stock. Uh, according, according to Tuscan in the chat, Bat- uh, Battlefront 2 was... 60% down over Battlefront 1 in its first week of sales in the UK. Yeah, that's mm. fine. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing in favor of loot boxes. I'm just saying we got to be realistic about what EA actually wants and plans to see. Yeah, I mean, I get why this is happening because, you know, and a lot of analysts have said this, that game, you know, the price of games has not gone up in like 10 years. Right. And so they're they basically saying that... To- They've got to they've got to find a way to to support the cost of this game development. See, this and is interesting. Not, I was sorry. I was just looking up. Yeah, I was just looking up EA stock price on a three month timeline. In August 28th, it was at 118 and per share, and now it's at 107. So it's gone down in the last three months. But yeah, that's a significant amount. Isn't but it, as well? when you look at their one year trend, one year ago today it was 78, and now it's 107. So a case could be made that in general they're on their way up. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's they just tough. call it. It's just a blip. Yeah, It'll well, be a blip. We'll see. I don't know. I don't agree with it. You know my feelings on yeah. loot crates. Well, of course. I think horrendous. we're all on the same line there. Yeah. Fuck There's definitely not in Wolfenstein. I'll There's tell not you. Not in Rocket League. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you've been you you you're the problem. But I haven't paid any money for them. No, that is true. That is. But true, I mean, I whatever. Like I've sold things and then used the thing to get things. So the psionics uh, has gotten money off of me. It's just I haven't had a net you know, loss of money. So whatever. There you go. There you go. Um, I think that's about it. Is it? For, that's for it. That's news? all for the news. Thanks, people. That's it. That's it. I mean, you, you made the list. But you know, yeah, we don't. We don't always use all of it. Yeah. We don't always use all of it, so it doesn't matter. We don't care. We don't cover everything. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. 
we if have you come to us list. looking for actual news, you're you're an idiot. Yeah, you, you come to the wrong place. Yeah. Just close all these tabs. Yeah, just close them all up. Close <laughs> them all up. Um, yeah, we're, we're very professional on this show. We don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. Right, let's do, let we have got a speed pad. Let's have a listen uh, to that. Speak it's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. Ooh, I psyched y'all out. You did. Yeah. All right, so this speak pipe is from Derek Sands. We all know hey. Derek. We love him. We know him. We get to hear his voice. <laughs> well, first we'll hear some music, and then we'll hear his voice. Yeah, you want to do an intro. Tequila. Aw, oh, snap. Greetings, veteran gamers. It's, it's the Pee Wee Herman song. Derek Sands again, and... Uh, I'm just putting the finishing touches to my new uh, tribute band, the Tex-Mex Pixies. And as the name suggests, it's going to be a tribute band to the Pixies, but done in a Tex-Mex bar band style. Nice. And so with that in mind, here are my questions for you for this week. If you could uh, create your own tribute band, uh, which band or singer would it be a tribute to? What would be the name of the band? And if you had to do it in a musical style other than the original, what musical style would it be? Well, I want to start with the Tex-Mex Pixies band because I have a feeling it would be. Uh, here comes your ombre. Uh, what are some other Pixie songs that we can check? Where is my casa? Or what's mind? I don't know how you say mind in Spanish. Me? I, don't. <laughs> I really don't know. No, 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 mind. Where is my mind? The Duchess is trying to help me, but she doesn't speak Spanish. Um, yeah, well, that's not going to help. La, Los <laughs> Debaser. That would be the Spanish version of Debaser. <laughs> I don't know how Debaser goes. But anyway, I, I like I like the Pixies. So I should know their songs, but I don't know them well enough. Um, when you feel your head, you say, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, she looked it up. Oh, oh. But apparently it's it? a very confusing website, so we can't get the answer yet. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I would like to have a tribute band that does hip-hop covers of ministry songs. I don't know what that would sound like. But, yo, Stronger yeah, Than terrible. Reason, uh, Stronger Than Lies, My Favorite Weapon, uh, Is A Look In Your Eyes, Yeah, uh. Stigmata. I, I'm not sure that would work. It would be awesome. What, what about y'all? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd I'd like if I was doing a tribute band that I think I yeah I really love Radiohead. Yeah. Right. I think they would be great done in sort of like a South America banjo style, you know, like deep South banjo. Vibe Are you talking about Southern on? United States, not like yeah, Southern yeah, Colombia, not, Honduras, not South America, okay, Southern okay. United States, yeah, like you, you know, deep you. South. Exactly. I'm a weirdo. Well, the Duchess plays banjo. I should have her learn a Radiohead song and make your dream come true. That would be hilarious. She should definitely do that. That would be great. Duchess, you learn a Radiohead song. You can do a Radiohead OK Computer song, just lots of silence and weird noise. <laughs> I love OK Computer. Sorry, I, I don't like anything albums. after Creep from Radiohead. I know I'm a weirdo for uh, saying that, but I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. 
There you go. Uh, Antonio, what about you? What would you like to hear a tribute band to? And in what style? For me, I would create a tribute band for Tenacious D, but every... So I'd get the sheet music and convert it to a Guitar Hero sound. (laughs) Enough with your Guitar Hero shit. Because it will be unique. I'll stand out from the crowd because LP will go, what is that tacking sound? (laughs) It's okay, Dad. I'll just practice my fingering unless my clacking of the keys is too loud for me. And we'd be called the Plastic Superstars. Nice. That's a good name. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. See, I didn't have a name for my band. Give me five bucks and let's get a ticket. (laughs) Yo, never trust a junkie. Uh, what? Yeah. One more fix. Yeah. Come on. And I, if someone says draw an acoustic song, I can just like make up sounds and go, this is close enough, right? <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. All right, here's the rest of the speak pipe. Day. Here's yeah. the rest of the speak pipe. And if you hadn't already guessed, I was joking about uh, the Tip Pixies tribute band, but uh, I'm sure that would be cool. That would be awesome. No, it's, it's actually going yeah, to be a Charlie Puth tribute band, and uh, it's going to be called <laughs> the Gnarly Puths. And uh, the twist is that we're going to do Charlie Puth songs, but in a grunge rock Nirvana style nice. So I think that's it for this week. So until next time, keep on poothing and, of course, uh, keep on gaming. So uh, I think I'll end the speak pipe this week with a, a little bit of Charlie. So here's some Charlie in your ears. Probably cover that mic guitar. Oh man, it's like that, I'm there. That sounds the same, man. It was like it's amazing. I can't believe you're doing that. See, that's racist. Guitar. You're like, oh, every song they do it sounds the same. <laughs> oh my god, right, right. Um, yeah, I think we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. We don't right? emails? Time? No, no emails. We've no emails. <laughs> Not a single person has sent. It's us time email. for a shout out. Hey. Shout out! Shout um, out! I'll start. I'll start. I'm going to obviously ahead, shout start. out Antonio, uh, who is becoming a very regular member of the podcast. Well, I'm now that he's eating more point. fiber, ah, uh, there you go. There I, you go. I like it. Prunes. He has prunes every morning. Yeah. Um, Poop. Yeah. So thank you, Antonio, for helping us out yet again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Chinny's a bit of a wuss. So I don't know what's up with him. He's got some sort of man flu shit. You're going on. He's probably got a bit of a sniffle. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, like we said, it started the show. Duke had his thumb nearly bitten off and turned up for the show. Yes, Just right. saying. Some of us are Damn committed, right. and some of us are not. Exactly. Some of us are freaking dedicated. Some of us have got like, you know, oh, I'm Jamil. Um, and, and that's it for me. And obviously, a big shout out to everybody who listens to the show. Uh, whoever you are, wherever you are, we we really appreciate it. And also, just to re-mention, uh, if you have picked up a echo device in the black friday sales or you already own one you can now listen to us on TuneIn radio via your echo device oh yeah uh, you do it so like you can echo ask device yeah you can ask alexa to play the veteran gamers podcast alexa please and, play the veteran gamers i'm not going to play that shit on this speaker please, please tweet in or email saying does it actually work because yeah. I'd like to know. Yeah, let us yeah, know, people. Got, I haven't got her to do it yet. She doesn't hear it probably, so I have to use the app. <laughs> but other than that, but you can still play it through the Echo if you want to. You know what? I get mad every time there's a new person accused of sexual harassment, but some are more shocking than others. I was genuinely shocked by Al Franken. I was surprised by uh, George Takei. Richard Branson accused of sexual harassment. That doesn't shock me. i got to be honest. 
Yeah, yeah. there's been so many though, hasn't there? It's yeah, just well. crazy. There's hey. obviously loads in the UK as well. Apparently, yeah. according to a news report I read, twenty people in the in the BBC are being investigated for sexual harassment claims. That's the sickness across the society. Well, uh, some of it is, and some of it might not be. We just don't know, do we? Now that's the problem. Well, I think we don't there's know enough actual evidence. Cases, and you know, there was one. Someone had said he put he put his hand on my knee twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's you know saying I mean? that? I can't even remember, but I read somewhere that someone was was being accused of putting their hand on somebody's knee twenty years ago or something. Well, that just that like, does not what, sound what? like a severe offense, but there are lots of significant situations where guys are taking horrible advantage and have been for a very oh, long yeah, time. Oh yeah, and I totally and agree need, with that. But I think, and we need to check ourselves and re-examine what it means to be a man and what our privilege leads us to do, and so on and so on and so on. Yeah, no, I agree, but I just feel like it's getting out of hand, really. Well, it's going to be silly. There's two reactions to happen to this widespread epidemic. One is to say, oh, man, this can't all be true. Somebody must be making some stuff up. And the other is to say, what the fuck is wrong with us? we got to change our society, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I do believe there's a lot okay, of genuine Okay, well, then we cases, agree. I Let's move believe on. there's some that aren't. All right. Anyway, so, moving on. Anyway, I was actually doing shout-outs anyway. Uh, I just had this thing on my news feed. All right, so I will shout out uh, Vinny Paz because I know he listens. No, not at all. Uh, I'll shout out David Simon responded to me. And um, uh, who else? What was the other one? Stulek. Uh, so Donald Trump had this stupid tweet recently where he was like, oh, I didn't want to be time person of the year. They said I was going to be. And then I said, nope. And it's a total lie. And time shut him up by saying he's wrong. We never talk about who's going to be the person of the year before we announce it. And then Stulek uh, quoted me, someone uh, Andy Murray. I don't, I don't know who that is, but presumably tennis, y'all know player. tennis player, right? Tennis that player. Really, the world number one tennis player for quite a long time. Well, I don't follow sport, uh, but he wrote BBC <laughs> just called to say I was probably going to be named Sports Personality of the Year, but I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. I said probably is no good and took a pass. Thanks anyway. So that was pretty funny. I appreciate that. And Tim yeah, Kelly I, is always I, fun. Murray and is Snowy. A, is a very He's a very kind of miserable Scottish person. Well, then I like him already. Uh, but a very good tennis player. Yeah. And he's been he's been British sports personality year about three years running and stuff. So oh, all right. You know, because he's quite good at it, unlike most of the other people who you know are in the competition. Oh, <laughs> so. and also Stu Leck, I have something else to say to you because he had something to say about Final Fantasy VII. Fuck yourself. You're not missing anything. <laughs> it was all good, I guess then. What a dork. Oh, you're not missing yeah. anything. Shut up, Stulak. Nobody likes you. I'm just kidding. I just disagree go. with you on that. Uh, Antonio, over to you. I first want to thank you, the two, for having me on, because it's just a lovely chat with friends when I get to come on. Well, it's thanks always for coming fun. on. Yeah, we like having you on. There oh, you go. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy to firsthand hear Duke again better Rocket League, man, because I've missed playing with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, I miss playing with you, too. We should have a game when, one of these days. Whenever you're next on, just drop me a DM or whatever. I'll oh, hop sure. on. I'll slide into your right. DMs. Sliding them DMs, man. Uh, big up Harley Dan and Rich Webster because um, I said to Stu before I started the show, I've upgraded my PC. And oh. I threw some questions their way and they just, you know, as ever, they were nice and responded. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Just uh, rest in my mind because it's the first time I replaced a CPU and stuff. So just needed a bit of clarification is all. Uh, big up my entertainer's crew, uh, especially Katie, because um, on Thursday I'm going to actually interview her for my next film. Nice. Um, it's about Twitch. Unfortunately, that interview is going to get cut out of the final edit. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll aim to keep at least a breath of hers in. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. 
I want to thank the Clone Hero community because we they're just awesome. They're so friendly and everyone uh, is awesome. I actually want to big up a podcast I've been listening to and a YouTube show. So are any of you fans of theme parks at all? Um, oh, kind okay. of. It's a while since I've been to one, but I do like them. Yeah. Yeah, that's, every, that's the reaction everyone goes. They go, eh. Yeah. I can I can live without him. Um, I've been listening to a great podcast called The Defunct Land Podcast, and he has a YouTube series as well. So basically, the main point of this is he looks at defunct rides at Disney, Universal, whatever, and his plan is to have a VR, sorry, Duke, um, a little thing where you can actually explore the park and actually go on the rides. So it's pretty much preservation of dead rides. Ah, and interesting. I've been listening to the podcast. They really interest me. I, I heard recently a um, a crew member of the Michael Jackson 4D ride, and she was telling stories about how it was made working with Michael Jackson and stuff. Because in case you didn't know, people, there was a 4D Michael Jackson ride. 4D. Yeah. Yeah, What's man. 4D? Weren't three. Well, 4D is. I think it's like 3D, but they add in like tesseracts, no, hyperspheres, like. Other stuff to 40 basically adds you to the experience. So chairs say that that, that move, air jets, water. Yeah, air jets, that. stuff like that. So it's yeah, real. That's another dimension, stuff. though. That's just air jets. Shut up! It's the fourth dimension. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's nothing to do with the fourth goddamn it's dimension. Film, fourth dimension like is tesseracts screen, and hyperspheres, or else it's going through time, which is every ride ever. Because yes, time exists when you're going through a ride. For example. There's a Shrek in there's a there's a, a part in Shrek 5D where a dragon sneezes and the water lands on you. That's not a dimension. That's just that's a different a sense that's being activated. I object to this misuse of the word dimension. It's a fourth dimension, it's man. Not the it's fourth real life goddamn stuff. dimension. Read Flatland for fuck's sake. Can I have a link to that as well? Flatland. Yeah, it's it's a book dimension. from like 1870 by Edwin A. Abbott. Uh, um, and finally, I like to find a good friend, Blazer Rack. He's always in my YouTube chat when I stream and stuff. He's just a great friend, and I actually recommended him to you guys. So, you 1884, I was so close. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, thank you, Blazer Rack. And finally, you too. And Chili, whatever's up, man, then. Hopefully, I'll hear you next week. Yeah, yeah. actually, on a more serious note, we should say uh, we do hope it's nothing too serious. Yeah, get better. Be this week. We hope. We hope yep. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, actually, I should shout out Hardly Dan as well, mm-hmm. uh, because whilst recording the show, he popped up and he is playing Wolfenstein too. So good on him! Oh He's got yeah, good taste. that is currently oh. my housemate's game of the year. That game, Wolfenstein. Yeah, totally. Wolfenstein. So good, so so good. Um, and that's it. Is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. I, like I think we're think done. So. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you yeah. listening. Thank you, everybody, for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. The end of the show. You fucking pricks. Turn the podcast off. Oh, wait, you don't need to feel that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast? You won't break the fire. Like, yeah, you another podcast. Yeah, 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 another podcast. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So, check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Why don't you?
Things are awesome. What, what things in particular? Well, okay, so it's kind of a weird headline. There's uh, apparently the New York Times had a headline that said about this kid, uh, his eye makeup is way better than yours, and it's this kid who looks like eight or nine, and he's wearing eye makeup, and it's like, okay, fine, whatever. And this other dude, so this guy wrote. The normalization of pedophilia continues as a major newspaper promotes the sexualization of a young boy. Now, that's not what I thought when I looked at this picture of this kid with eye makeup on. Whatever. Anyway, this guy named Elijah Daniel wrote, (laughs) Bro, if you suddenly want to fuck a kid because he wears makeup, that's on you, fucking creepy-ass motherfucker. Everyone else's (laughs) first thought was, dope makeup. You're the one out here making it sexual. Seek help. (laughs) I just love that response. That is funny. (laughs) And on that note, we're done. There you go. I think we're done. (laughs)